consent. Stay Bible Podcast, the podcast <laughs> for the Kardashian connoisseur. I'm Natalie. And I'm Kathleen. Kathleen, the future Mrs. Teacher Bake. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, so technically, and we've been talking about it for a while, <laughs> which anyone who's listened to this podcast for a good amount of time knows my foibles in the dating world. <laughs> Natalie knows from even longer. We can all relate to. <laughs> there was a very long stretch of single, failed. I used to say I had like a three to six week window mm-hmm. of like anyone I was. If if I went on any dates, it, it, it never made it past the three to six week window. <laughs> and then someone was like, someone had reposted about how Scott said he was like, good luck, Chuck. Because yeah, yeah. I have more than that than Scott. Like <laughs> several more. Fortunately, I want to say for the record, the few dudes that I dated, albeit brief, who married their next person were some of the very few people I dated who did not ghost me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, whatever. There. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would say from early on dating Teacher Bay, it was very like, this is good. Like it, I had never had that period. There was like a small little teeny bit of at the after the first date, I thought maybe he was gonna friend zone me. Uh because he wanted to get coffee. <laughs> yeah, but, which is Patty from Millionaire Matchmaker says that is not romantic at all. That's a very but in his defense, he thought I I loved coffee and or that I possibly worked at the coffee place <laughs> because I was working literally at the coffee place, like remotely uh, before our first date so he thought I would be like sweet mm-hmm. uh, but that was about it and then we both met each other's parents like after a week I moved in after like six months like this is like uh definitely not the trajectory <laughs> I've usually taken in life yeah yeah uh but yeah so we like talked about it for many times before like oh like yeah we'll probably get married one day uh and that's kind of what my parents did they like were sitting at the table one day and we're like yeah, we should probably do that. <laughs> right, right. I always wondered, like, why I didn't know the story. And it's because there was... <laughs> there's They're no like, there is no story. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we've been kind of, like, throwing around the idea to, like, our parents and our siblings and stuff just to kind of see, like, if they would be down with us doing it, like, fairly quickly. Because mm-hmm. the idea of planning a wedding sounded terrible. So last weekend, over the weekend, we went and visited my godfather has, like, some property out in the country. I'm really excited for Natalie to come to this video. Uh, and once he was like, yeah, I'm cool with that. Then we're like, okay, we should probably start telling people. Uh, and so, yeah. And we're going to make a ring with my grandmother's ring. And then his uh, mom had some stones from his grandpa was a jeweler. So I just have like this $20 ring from Etsy. <laughs> like made my mom take a picture in front of our house. I'm like, so like over it. Dan's like, well, we could take it a different day. Like we're, we're not dressed up. And I was like, I just, I need to start telling people like, I'm just like, whatever. So That's so funny. Cause your caption, I was also, I think I was drinking <laughs> when you, when I saw it, I was out with my friend, if you will. And I just wrote it because I thought you were going to say, no, the dogs got married. I thought it was a post about the dogs. <laughs> I, don't, was, I thought I was like being clever. And yeah. my other friend Ronnie was like, I love that this is as vague as my post because he used to post these weird like pictures of like Victorian cats with like <laughs> random poems under them. <laughs> yeah, it was like same vibe. I kind of was like, is she? I only say reason I said engaged because there was a, a emoji of a ring. 
But then I yeah. just was like, oh, I'll just make a joke out of it. And then when you were like, yeah, I was like, oh, shit, my bad. Like, I feel like I've totally. I just, it's so awkward. Even like. Did it on this moment. My coworker, I like had to say, I was like, my boyfriend, I was like, I guess fiance. And like, thankfully, Dan or teacher van, I love Seinfeld. And there's like an episode where she's there at a party. And she's like, I can't find my fiance. <laughs> my, fiance. Like, my fiance. My fiance. Like because it's just like weird. <laughs> but yeah. And we'll probably elope mm-hmm. uh early just to like get that out of the way uh somewhere around here and then do the part like well then we're gonna just have like a big party and it's gonna be like country like try not to spend any Can't money <laughs> <laughs> my uncle lives like the valley like outside of where I live it's like it's like this big like mountain valley with all these like ranches and stuff it is actually like gorgeous Mm -hmm. and he is a mason and he's been rebuilding this victorian house for like 20 years Mm -hmm. and has all these like sheds on his property that look like literally straight out of like an influencer's like pinterest board (laughs) like taking a rustic bohemian photo shoot like right right. like i don't know it's like it's really messy you want me to clear out all this stuff i was like no no (laughs) this is what we want this is fine (laughs) rustic it's rustic <laughs> we're oh. like we don't want to think and my mom's been like call- we were gonna do the podcast later today because my mom's been calling me like nonstop. um bless Lori's heart she was like can I make your dress and I was like well first of all we're gonna elope and then throw like a party yeah <laughs> like I don't really need like a gown exactly and also no <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, kind of butthurt she's like I'm not stressed about it why would I be stressed like I can handle it she does not sew very well but I was like but under a no, time, I, yeah, no. I will be stressed about it. Like, what if I don't like it and I'm supposed to like tell you that? Or like, what if you fuck it up and you're freaking out? Like, she like made my brother's wife curtains once and it was like a very long process. So I'm like, it's fine. Like, like I said, that. just imagine her like on Project <laughs> Runway, cutting, crying, yeah. sewing the like, night before. It has to be perfect. And I'm like, mom, I really don't care. But then she's like, she wanted to go look at this like, hotel today for like our family stuff <laughs> I was like mom we can like breathe Please. and she forgot <laughs> and then she sends me a text like five seconds later she's like okay so maybe when you're here this weekend can we talk about food you're <laughs> like, like what I gotta think of some tasks for this woman or she's gonna like implode <laughs> yeah you gotta get her some busy work like go yeah. find me some nail polish uh I told her I was like I hate calling people on the phone yeah me too and I'm a procrastinator. So, like, it, do you want to call some food places? Like, food places. Also, I don't know. Like, we'll figure it out. Get some Winco fried chicken yeah, and I'm like potluck or like the Mexican restaurant that's nearby. Like, I'm pretty sure you could call them like the day before and be like, can I get a flat of beans and some tortillas? Like, <laughs> It's very Chris Jenner of her with the dress when Chris wanted Chloe to wear her wedding dress as if Chloe could fit it. No shade, but like Chloe's like 10 times taller than Chris. <laughs> I tried on my mom's wedding dress when I was 12. Right. Zip it. Right. I feel and like people say that me and my mom are twins. I don't know like if she was doing cocaine at this time because it was of the times. That dress it was so fucking small. <laughs> well, I think like, also she has the benefit of not having all this hormones in her food like we do. Yeah. And she, my mom was 21. Yeah. Like 34. I'll be 35. <laughs> like my mom was 21. No kids. Yeah. 
totally Wait, I different. think her waist was like 24 inches. And like literally when no I was access to fast food, <laughs> the fucking thing. But I did tell her, I was like, I, I loved her dress. It was like very like gunny sacks. Like I think she bought it at JCPenney's for like a hundred dollars. Like had these cool sleeves. I was like, I loved your dress. I wish I could have worn it. And my dad's mom had a similar style, but like from the forties. So I was like, if I can like sneak in some like bell sleeves or something mm-hmm, I'll mm-hmm. do that but like I'm gonna order it off the internet for like $50 <laughs> which is an homage to my mom they plan their wedding in like 30 days or something and like she paid $100 for a dress I think they that's like four. My too. yeah my mom was like a trailer on like one of their friend's property yeah and my dad's parents were like really catholic so they're like well once you guys are married like we'll help you guys with a house or something <laughs> Yeah, my parents the right will not mess with the house, but thankfully, uh, my fiance already has his house. Fiance. Which, uh, cosmically enough, is a is about uh f- around the corner, quarter mile from the first house my parents lived in. Oh, that's nice. And now that you're married, you own half of that white refrigerator. And exactly half. <laughs> remind him of that. <laughs> also. I don't know how many people are thinking it. A few people went straight up asked it. This is not a shotgun wedding. <laughs> Refrigerator and I will not be procreating. <laughs> I'll I always say never say never. Yeah. But we're not planning on it and we're not currently pregnant. We just don't want to plan a wedding for a year. That's just terrible. one of those things where it's like, I guess we should just do this. Okay, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Just- I'm like, it's been like a week. Yeah. And just as we told people, like, we don't even have a ring. We haven't done anything. And my mom's already, like, asking me all these questions. I was like, Mom. Oh. The, the caption, for God's sakes, wasn't even clear. So I was yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Is Are the dogs engaged? Like, I really swear to God, you're going to say, yeah, well, the dogs got married. We were like, well, what if we got, like, a little, like, tuxedo for them and stuff? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. we were going to do this whole thing. But then we were like, we need to start telling people because – People are going to get busy. Yeah. And his mom was like, oh, are you going to post anything? Because she loves to, like, repost on, like, Facebook. Yeah. So I was like, all right. This will be easy. Just get it out of the way. (laughs) It's a generational thing. It's so funny because that generation made fun of us for social media. You guys – but they are, like, the biggest posters of every fucking thing. You can't make My mom is, like, a Facebook, like – fiend. Mine, too. When I was in college, people would be like, if I follow your mom, will, like, she think it's weird? (laughs) I was like, no. Like, my friends were like obsessed with my mom's Facebook because she would post so much like stuff. I like, do. Thankfully, no weird like political memes, just like corgis and like memes. <laughs> I wrote that you will marry this man. I wrote it October 26, 2020. Oh. 2020. And we are in 2022. That this was is- probably, I don't know, a week or two after. It was. <laughs> I was writing my my diary entries from 2020 are very depressing, so I won't be reading all of these. <laughs> That's They're, so great. <laughs> like this one starts off. So where do I start? Question mark. Uh, just to let you know how dark it got. We were for going me. through it. Even when I met him, I was like, I'm a garbage fire. But like whatever, I'll go on this stupid date. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's nice. I think the highlights from this is shit has been crazy. I'm scared. Do, 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 do. I need to focus. Like, this is dark. 
because this is around time we decided in the podcast too and this is when i was oh, just yeah like, i'm stressed out uh need to focus you being mean to us <laughs> yeah and then i and then i said i'm worried kathleen will be upset and then i said but maybe she'll be relieved she gets her life back again i was very dramatic in 2020 and i said and i'm also pretty sure th- oh this is the good line i'm also pretty certain the guy she just met is the one one oh you can't see well no one can see because it's a podcast but <laughs> zoom that's amazing you know what is underlined twice literally like five minutes before we started the podcast dan and i were just like i mean teacher bay sorry uh at least that's a generic name uh (laughs) we were in the living room and he was like looking at the bookcase and he was like what's that book and i think it's called you can't marry jesus and it's uh r eric's memoir i was gonna say that Uh, that, the the guy yeah i know exactly i used to follow him or maybe he doesn't tweet as much but i used to follow him on twitter and speaking of manifesting (laughs) i don't know when exactly this was but it was probably a similar timeline I like love his writing style and he was so funny and I was like Natalie you should really like be writing like a book like you could do this like I should read that book and I emailed his literary agent was on his Twitter like it was like listed under his Twitter and I emailed her and sent Natalie Snorri's black book and was like this is my friend it's like a secret but like I know her and she's really cool like I think she's gonna be like a really good writer and you should talk to her and give her a book deal so and never got a response but <laughs> i was trying to put it into the universe we put it into universe that's it and now look at us look at us despite you know depression i mean i could go on there's something one line from this book uh, this uh same day goes after i wrote about kathleen getting married i go anyways i have anxiety <laughs> <laughs> Right, I have anxiety, and then the ne- like. I think the next post or the next, I see posts. And I talk in internet. The next entry is like a month later, and I write, "I'm a little high." <laughs> <laughs> we like, get that a lot in the Say Bible um, emails. That that's like the yeah. first time. I'm, I'm high. high. Anyways, yeah. 37 questions. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hope this isn't too long. I love the best at the end. It always goes. You don't have to read all this, by the way. It's like. Like too late. <laughs> That'd have been great at the top of that. But yeah, that's in some personal news. Kathleen is like engaged, but also just like gonna do the legal part yeah. of this we'll, we'll situation. Get, yeah. <laughs> she's she's just gonna get some tax breaks. That's really what this is about. Yeah. And like, I mean, I I also just broke my foot. And oh, that's right. Like stuff like that. It's like going to get like medical care is so annoying. Insurance is annoying. It is like if we want to buy anything. Like thank like I said, thankfully he owns his house, which is like a godsend up here. Mm-hmm. But like if we wanted to do an addition or something, it's like all these things like come up that like if you live together and co-pay for everything, it kind of sucks if you're not like contractually obligated. Yeah, exactly. So I know it's System. very romantic of me, <laughs> but yeah. So romantic. <laughs> but I do I, I've always said I like a you know. The kids part has always been sort of like mysterious. And when we get into the show, Courtney actually covered this like in the episode oh, about yeah. like people asking. I've always been the person who like vicariously loves like ask. I used to always every time my friends got married, be like, so when are you guys going to have kids? Even though like, I never thought I was going to have kids. Right, I, right, right. I'm I like when my friends are happy. But I've learned over the years that like you don't know, A, if someone's trying, they can't get pregnant. They tried 
they miscarried, they don't want kids, or their parents, like, have a bad relationship with them. Like, there's so many things. And, like, women should not have to feel, like, they have to feel those questions. Yeah, I feel like that episode this week. So I'm like, I laugh that some people were like, oh, it was a shotgun wedding. Shotgun. You're like, I'm drunk every day. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. like <laughs> I can't give that up. And um, <laughs> we're poor. And like, the, we don't know. I just, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And it's taken me a long time to kind of like live that truth. Because yeah. when I was younger, I always felt like, why is it a bad thing? Like, if you want to get married and have kids one day. Yeah, yeah. To, like, give up your career and shrivel up and die. Yeah. But I, like, also was, like, never really felt like a particularly maternal person. Like, my yeah, sister. same, 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 same. So I was, like, I just don't know. Yeah. And I also didn't like when I would go on dates with people and they would be, like, in their 20s and these fuckboys in San Francisco would be, like, I'm never having kids. <laughs> I don't want to go to Bali last minute. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> right. But, what if I was like, Coachella? What about Coachella? My wife and teacher Bay's life took paths that led us to unexpected places and we're both like in our mid-30s and we like our lives and we're just kind of like I don't know I think maybe we just don't see it for us exactly and then like and you said both have kids that we love hanging out with it's like I don't know it's just like comf- it's nice to finally be in a comfortable place to be like yeah, I'm not sure and that's okay change yeah. our mind and his parents adopted kids oh, I've always okay. said I would adopt kids so if we wake up one day and we're like old and shriveled and our bodies reject the idea of childbirth yeah <laughs> we'll go get some from the store <laughs> go get some. um <laughs> I feel like that about Gabrielle Union I kind of like that she I I thought I don't know where I got this from but I thought she didn't want kids yeah and I thought that was really cool but then I read her book and this last one that just came out and it was about all her like trials and tribs of trying to have a baby on her own and carry her own kid and I was like oh shit that's like knocked me off my feet I was like it's same thing I had with Chelsea Handler I thought Chelsea Handler was like this independent woman like fuck men and then she like got into therapy and met Joe Coy and I was like wait what who's been sitting there the whole time and I love their story because me too she can you know sarcasm is like her brand of humor yeah but she's so genuine and candid when she talks about him and I also really Mm -hmm. like like a few years ago when she sort of went on her journey to come like more racially aware as a white yeah woman. yeah yeah like this you saw this candid side of her and you, mm-hmm. I was like you know it's very refreshing and so I think you see that and it's like women should feel every I mean everybody should feel like they can figure out their own path but women have always felt this like weird stigma and like Natalie knows like growing up in growing up post-college life in San Francisco yeah 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 there's definitely a stigma that if you're a woman and you want to date someone like seriously to marry or like have a family one day, you're it, you're an idiot. You're like yeah, a bimbo yeah. that's like committing career suicide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, what? Like, yeah. I don't want to go on a date with anybody. Or I don't want to hang out with. I don't want to hang out with anybody if it's yeah. not like worth my time. Yeah, like, exactly. Or sometimes I'll have future. my years where we like do whatever and have fun. But I was like, that's not the same as like going to a, on a date and having to tell you my entire life story, like in introduce you to my friends like do all this shit it's like why would I do that unless I don't want to do it for a while like exactly exactly a little bit long term versus yeah. like, like if I if we want to just like hook up like that's fine just let that. me know right just say yeah. it off the top like I don't tell you about my life if that's what it is and like, don't fucking play me with oh our families will get along oh, da, 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 and I'll never see you again like just relax one of my really good friends Jonathan 
sent me this article like years ago uh, called The Soft Boy, where mm-hmm. it's like the they think that they're not a fuck boy because they do that. They like will mm. introduce themselves and be like, you're such a catch. Like, oh, I can't wait for you to meet my family. And yep. Like act way too nice. Like tell you they're feminist and all this bullshit. And then they like, <laughs> freak out. They always do. And then it's always like, you deserve better. I'm still on my journey. <laughs> like, I haven't figured myself out. It's like the soft boy, that's the fuck boys you can see from a mile away. The yeah. soft boy is sneaky. And a city full of young professionals. Sorry, I'm pouring a drink. Kathleen's peeing. Not <laughs> pregnant. For this. this is alcohol. Just the um, it's just the pregnancy <laughs> test. Uh, <laughs> Although it was kind of fun to do the edibles last time before the pod. It but was. I thought I was talking really slow. And then I listened back and it sounded normal. I was like. Uh, yeah, I thought this episode was like two hours long or something. <laughs> I thought it was way longer. And then when I uploaded, I was like, oh, hour and a half. Okay. I, I literally thought it was like three hours. Uh, it did make me focus really hard, but it was more of a fear state. I was like, <laughs> I sound insane. <laughs> so, I, I don't know how often. I, maybe if I do the gummies more often, I'll like get more used to it. But I was like, yeah. my, are my lips moving? This I'm is going. Good. I'm talking so slow and labored right now because I don't want to sound like an idiot. So me too. But not well, about me. Let's talk well, about the dumb bitches. We can do the Kardashian. Since this is a new improved show, we'll do the episode first. Which is good because this episode was so terrible. Usually I can play it off and say, oh, it is what it is. But nothing happened. And it's very hard to remember the things that did happen. I tried. I just watched it like a few hours ago. I should have did that. So I'll try to be like the fresh perspective. Uh, I didn't finish it. <laughs> nice. I was like two minutes, two or three minutes short. And I was and I like got distracted. I, I've gone back to old seasons of the drag race because it's just... Drag race is like the friend that sits with me at work all day. <laughs> it's just the one show I found that like keeps Your me coworker. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I was like, "Shoot!" I was like, "I gotta watch this Kardashian show to make sure I'm like fresh for the episode." <laughs> I think I watched it last Friday. I don't even remember when I watched it, but it was so. It's bad, but the thing that makes it worse is, I was telling Kathleen, if they released it again, like three episodes at a time or something like that, you might not notice. How bad this like, episode was. Speaking of drag race, like they've always done untucked in yeah, untucked yeah. like separate content, and it's kind of like you have to like go watch it. So it's like mm-hmm. for the diehard fans. And some of those untucked moments are like more viral than the show mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. So it's like if the Kardashians did something like that, yeah, like side commentary. Okay, you just watch this like mildly boring show, and like even a lot of the other streaming places do that now. Like, like HBO started doing this with Game Euphor- of Thrones. Euphoria does it. Um, Shit's Creek d- even did it. Like where you've done watching the episode, and then you have some sort of like behind the scenes like interview yeah. for like a context. Yeah, it's like they can do that. Like I get I it. That, like insecure you film this did episode that. with like a plan, and then life happened <laughs> yeah it just was so boring like it was I was it was surprisingly boring because I think E I get it who wanted to do more documentary style but I think E was, was a little bit of better of trying to craft a show and trying to have something well, going on and I feel like E is better you know like drag race E is better having like a really structured yeah format and mm-hmm. like little sound noises and like yeah. there's always the C storyline as Natalie calls it that's like yeah. quirky dumb pranks on Chris yeah it's like the show is very self-serious yeah 
but it's clearly structured the way that they've been like meticulously like plotting out Kim being on SNL and like plotting out Courtney and Travis getting together when it was probably like they just probably just got drunk and boned one night (laughs) no offense like that's fine like that's what I've been telling people like me and teacher base like it's not really like a crazy story yeah yeah just like met each other and were like yeah this finally something seems easy and makes sense Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. wow who knew that feeling exists (laughs) you know (laughs) uh and this episode was just like it's just like plotting it out like it's clearly set up and then the whole thing with like when she's talking to amy schumer about jokes with the sex tape it's like then you go back and you're like okay so they obviously made this whole stupid fucking storyline we talked about this last week and i don't think i was as conspiracy theorist about the roblox thing until you shared your point of view natalie Mm -hmm. it's like suddenly i'm like looking back to that episode i'm like this was all planned out yeah especially because they never mentioned it not a word of it in season two. And I'm, I mean, excuse me, episode two. And I'm like, so what happened? Documentary style. <laughs> and you know what a documentary does? It like explains some shit. It lays out a piece of something. Like at this point, this thing happened. And then they go, they look at footage and then they go and interview a bunch of people yeah. who were there and say, like, this is what happened. That's not what we're seeing. We're yeah. seeing a very calculated reality show. And if you're going to do that, I need you to talk shit. I need you to right. at least be face. interesting about like, it. Like, I need you to, yeah, like, make the storylines interesting. Like, Bravo's killing it at this. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they, these people are willing to be messy on camera. Yeah. Is it structured and calculated? Absolutely. But, like, it's like, I don't want a boring calculated show. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was like, so we'll start, I, I'll just start, we'll start with Travis and Courtney, because I think they... I'm just guessing because I can't remember, but I think they start the episode with her, like them shopping. I'm just going to say that. I don't know if it's true, but they were house shopping, quote unquote. They only saw one house. Uh, They went around the room saying, oh, that could be Rain's room, Penelope room, which is like, please. And then they just proceeded to hump each other in the backyard while the poor real estate guy (laughs) was just like, do you want the house or not? And then that conversation was so queasy when he was like, they just don't understand our love, People are babe. so miserable. People are so miserable. Like, I'm just so happy my kids can see love and affection because they've just never seen that. And people um, Actually, they could Google <laughs> it and look it up because you did it with your ex-wife on TV several years ago. Well, and Courtney <laughs> did it with Scott. So I don't know what yeah. she's talking about. Oh. Yeah, horny, like a horny little devil. Um, I do think, love, babe. To be fair to Courtney and Travis, I do think that they have like a genuine connection and Mm -hmm. a strong attraction to each other. All of that, but they're both savvy, like business people. Even Mm -hmm. knowing we give Courtney shit for being like lazy and Poosh is like a mail it in, Mm -hmm. like they know what they're doing. Yeah, because a lot of the conversation seems very surface level. Like they're not yeah, like talking about Travis <laughs> himself has has done a reality show too, so he Absolutely. knows like how to play the game. And like later in the episode, when he wants to like tell Chloe and like Chris, yeah, shares, he asked her permission. Blah, blah blah. It's like they wanted it to seem like this like traditional like love story. And Asking it's like, the mom's hand in marriage. I'm like, she's pretty 45. sure you guys had already like eloped 
in Vegas. <laughs> like that's the word on the street was that like, or he proposed in Vegas at whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. UFC fight or whatever. Yeah. And even Alabama like said something that made people think that they had gotten engaged there. Yeah. And maybe it was like a loose engagement. Like I just said on my own story, we were just kind of, we've talked about it a million times. So it was just kind of like, and there wasn't really like a moment. Yeah. But then they do this engagement that we all know about now because we've seen all the fucking pictures on social media that was filmed. So it's like, I don't believe it now that I'm watching it on this boring forced show. Right, right, right. That he just spontaneously wanted to propose and all the cameras are there. Blah, 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 and blah. you got to kick the driver out of the car. <laughs> Close the back. Close the windows. I. It's funny because that like little clip was like going around earlier this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Chris seems like really mean to that driver. Right. Like, Where is the driver? When Chloe's like, could you hide? Do you mind closing the back? Thank you so much. It's well, not what like, you say. Of course it's they might to try to make it seem, again, this is why the show is not working. They tried to make it seem like Chris was going to talk about the sex tape. Yeah. And then yeah, something Travis, yeah, something a little bit more yeah. salacious than what and it was. And then Travis was just like, yeah, like according to my soulmate, I'm going to propose. <laughs> and it's like obviously, I think what? everyone thought the second you guys were like licking each other and like getting tattoos, <laughs> you were going to get married. Like that it was the least surprising engagement in the history of engagements. <laughs> Or at least that's the the story you guys were going to sell. I'm still suspicious that she'll actually marry him, but. uh, Yeah, but it's just like, it was just kind of like. Non-suspenseful. Yeah, it was like, okay, that's that. Again, they were like going for the like forced thing that they want to say they're not doing. It's documentary style. If it was documentary style, there would have been an episode on Kim's SNL thing. And it would have been like. Here's some background stuff. Here's Amy Schumer interviewing and saying, like, yeah, I helped her with some jokes. Here's another person saying that. And then you show some clips of SNL. That's yeah. how a documentary is made. <laughs> we'll get to Kim in a minute because I have thoughts. But a stupid, the- terrible reality show is made this way. <laughs> yeah. Courtney and Travis, I think they explored the, or talked about trying to have a baby. And But the only thing that, again, <sighs> so many details left out. Courtney has frozen her eggs. Like, they didn't yeah. say that, but we know from Keeping Up the Kardashians – Courtney has frozen her egg. So again, I'm watching confused because I'm like, well, I want the whole story because I'm kind of like, so you froze your eggs. And to me, or that was you, the, yeah. Are you doing fertility treatments? Because that's like really intense. And like, it is. I so did I'm, appreciate her, her comments about like, I don't like that people are like talking about this in a way that they just don't know. And like talking about our weight and stuff. Totally agree. But I'm also like, Here's another example where you have this perfect platform to be like, I froze my eggs thinking I might not ever meet another person, but I wanted to have the opportunity to think about having other kids. And then I met Travis or, you know, decided to fuck Travis or whatever. Uh, And then I thought maybe what if I could carry a child again? So then we decided to do IVF and it's like this really terrible expensive intense process that makes you sick makes you fat makes you all these things and if it doesn't work you have to do it all the fuck over again well like they have the opportunity to explain that process which a documentary would fucking do and that's kind of where i was your big conversation and then it's on to the next thing yeah because someone has does no clue about ivf i would have liked a little bit better breakdown because she's yeah. just like it's been horrible i'm like well what's been horrible did they take the eggs and then they 
put them in you or do you do IVF first and then they ready your body, so to speak, and then put into, cause at yeah. one point she said they put her in menopause and I was just like, what part of the step is that? Like to your point. Yeah. I would have loved a little bit more be like a thousand percent aloof about it. Like you said, Gabrielle union or Mindy Cowling, where it's just like, you don't need to know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I, I had a surrogate. Fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah. But I think, too, also with the whole, this is, I, I will say this episode, I do remember there was a huge theme of victim and underdog. Courtney had it when she was like, I just don't like when people are asking me if I'm pregnant. Well, the theme on your shows are always about freezing eggs yeah. and having babies. So it's, I get like, if you were a normal person, yeah, yeah. I would be like, yeah, that's not cool. But the if fact you that you share, don't share. Yeah. Half shared. You have so, shared it. What if you took this cool opportunity to educate people on how difficult this process is for women? Yeah. And like, I have a friend who's like parallel going through IVF, uh, which is in vitro fertilization for the uh, people in the back. Mm-hmm. That's where you try, you're taking like injections to try and make your body more receptive mm-hmm. to getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. So not the same as a surrogate where you do it externally with your eggs and his sperm. Yeah. And going through the fostering process <laughs> to potentially become a, a parent that could adopt because they don't know which one's going to work out. Yeah. Traumatizing. Yeah. yeah. I'm like worried for her. I'm like, that's like a lot. Yeah. But you know, that's what they want to do. And like, you have to just like respect that. And so I think like, that's what's, it's just the show is like their way of doing it. It's just so like, and eventually we'll talk about current news with Kim's weird Instagram posts today. It's like, they always do this where they, it's like this weird, vague, like, like I said, half truth where they give like a little bit, like they're being candid, mm-hmm. but then they don't actually explain what they're talking about. What's going like, on. <laughs> right. What's that's exactly how I felt. I was like, how long have you been trying? Like to your point, are you exploring other options? Um, it's just, it was very weird how she just kind of touched. I mean, we even saw them. I think we saw them in a doctor's office for like 20 seconds and we just don't know what's going on, but I just didn't like her being like, everyone needs to stop asking me. Well, you're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> you're the one keep bringing it up. Of like, don't ask me, mm-hmm. like explain why like asking is hurtful and, or explain the process. You know, it's yeah. like there's opportunities that they don't take. So it just comes off as like, it's like, <laughs> God, Chloe's portion of this episode. Was I was just ago. thinking that. <laughs> the absolute worst part. But she like tweeted when the episode was like airing. Everything's toxic now. <laughs> I miss the days when we could just enjoy a life. Like, and it's like, you make it toxic. You talk, <laughs> girl. I'm fucking. Uh, like, why are you doing this? Why like, are you we're begging that? to have a why good time? You, you guys just relatable. don't want to have like, fun. <laughs> why are you trying to be relatable? <laughs> you don't need to do that. You're not relatable. That's fine. <laughs> but Kim, I mean, Kim made it clear today. It's still not fun. So um, <laughs> that was Courtney and Travis. Again, nothing provided nothing for the show. Let's do Chloe since you brought her up. Chloe oh. had a thing. <laughs> victim anxiety and oh just so much pressure I think Chloe is mislabeling her anxiety which she's talking about insecurity which I understand well and then she was like someone who takes medication 
speaking of my medication like lapsed for a day because my doctor's like really slow. And I was like joking with teacher Bay yesterday, <laughs> like standing in this line. I was like, if I don't look like someone who has a mental illness. I don't know who does. <laughs> like wearing like capri pants, a fucking boot on my foot, a sandal, all my zits are out. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like literally like stressing because they told me I had to come back in an hour. And I was like, this is, I'm picking up an anti-anxiety medication. <laughs> Can you just fucking fill it? You know? Right, right. Uh, but then it's like, <laughs> this she's like oh my mom gave me a beta blocker so i'm feeling so casual so casual so casual, so casual. Like, is there something you could take for like thinking less i'm like yeah it's called fucking anxiety there's lots of medications and therapy for anxiety <laughs> well remember last week you were like i hope she's in therapy well she's not because she no. just said oh i'm gonna need a, like, a beta blocker like it was like a vitamin Oh, oh, yeah. Chris is like, do you want other beta blockers? Aren't those great? Da, 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 da. Like, is there a thing to take for, like, thinking too much? I'm like, uh, yeah, if you had a licensed therapist and a psychiatrist, they would diagnose you with something that caused severe anxiety, and they'd give you medication for it. And I still, I sympathize with her a bit and feel for her because, again, she's very confused about her feelings, but it's like, it's not in, the anxiety is the result. The cause is insecure. You're yeah. highly, highly insecure. Thanks well, to Travis. Or excuse like, me, not Travis. What's his name? Tristan. Thanks to Tristan, <laughs> I'm sure. Well, and it's like, speaking of this family, there's two Travises. Yeah. Black uh, Travis. And we've been Travis. like trying to get everyone's addresses and stuff for wedding stuff. I think I have like at least five friends whose significant other is named Travis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is weird trend. Uh, but name. It, besides the point. Uh, yeah, it was just kind of like, and like the... The again, a stupid pointless segment on talking about her freaking out about going on James Corden. She's like, like after the fact, and everyone's mean to me. I'm like, yeah, because you're willing to like comment on random tweets, but then you're like insane when anyone is like, hey, that guy that you're obsessed with keeps fucking random people. <laughs> like, hey, you deserve better. Fuck you. And then meanwhile, like Malika looks like literally, Malika explains so much of why Chloe's the way that she is. Malika is like a terrible friend. (laughs) She is such an enabler. She is so off the mark. And it's just like cringe watching Chloe be like, Tristan and Malika are so similar. I think that's why I love them both so oh, much. Oh God, just that like, just made me hard eye roll. I'm like, you don't want your best friend to be like your baby daddy who keeps who's cheating on you like five thousand times, and Please. your best friend was like insisting on helping him win you back by like buying you shit that meant nothing that his assistant picked out. Like, it was unsettling. And like, props to James Corden's little speech thing. He was like trying to tell her like. Who gives a shit? Like, do you? Well, I love how you said it's 4 p.m. You're drinking champagne and this is your job. He was like, bitch, you don't even really work. So what are you talking about? Yeah. And if anyone can tell you how to ignore the people that hate them, it's James Corden. Everyone on Twitter literally. I mean, he's like the British male Ellen. And that's how Ellen was when Kevin Hart was on his show. She's like, well, I'm gay and I don't care what you said. (laughs) Like, fuck the haters. Like they put a when they announced Wicked was going to film, they literally started a petition to keep James Corden out. Do not put him in this movie. And then they made it two parts. Don't even get me on started on that. (laughs) What is that? Sorry, yeah, don't get me started. That's when Peter Jackson made The Hobbit three parts. I almost, I, I died. I tried to ignore that. Favorite book. 
I was like, two parts. We don't need two no, parts. It's a play. When you go to the play, you Please. watch it for two-ish hours with an intermission and you leave. Yeah. I just <sighs> so, so ir- irritating. But yeah, I thought James Corden was hilarious. He's like, you don't know hate. <laughs> like, like yeah, I know hate. Like, who cares? <laughs> like, just be rich and like, don't give a shit. So I, I like that he lives in his truth. Yeah. But it's kind of like when Ellen was telling Kevin Hart, like, fuck the haters. So I'm like, it's not haters when people are like, you represent like gay people. And this man said he would smash a dollhouse over his gay child's head. Yeah. That's weird. It's like, very strange. You can just like acknowledge, like, you said some dumb stuff and maybe don't do that anymore. Yeah. I think you should have framed as I know you personally and I know yeah. you're not hateful, but let's acknowledge this was a bad joke. That was a dumb thing that you did. <laughs> it's a very bad joke. And people brought up some good points. So just prove them wrong and like yeah. be a different person. And like, yeah, that's what Chloe I love. How like some people are gonna say some shit, ignore them. I love some how people Chris- are gonna give you quality criticism. Listen to it. The end. I like how Chris gasses her kids when she wants them to do something. She's like, "I think it's so great that you're the first guest he has with a live studio audience. Isn't that so special?" They love <laughs> making up random stats. Like he's <laughs> last week, and they were like, "Random stats." Number one streaming release or something. The number one premiere in Hulu history. Like, like do premieres Hulu. <laughs> right, right. So I thought that was funny, but overall, Chloe's just mad and secure. I don't think she has a reason. To be I think she's just had events in her life that have led her to this path and being so highly visible and a big celebrity I get that too like you're always on edge but you need to get I guess the like and I wish she was more honest about it she yeah. sometimes talks about it newer Chloe doesn't as much but like I get that like she does not look like her sisters yeah but then they've also been very dishonest about the fact that she's maybe not biologically the same dad which yeah. is fine like who cares <laughs> we all know that robert and chris cheated on each other yeah everybody knows that so it would be so much easier if she's just like yeah like robert raised me he's my dad but like yeah. biologically right means that my sister or don't say that just be like i don't look like my sisters and i always felt this pressure that's fine but then, and then she's like, I, she could also be like, I've had some bad relationships, but these women like bend over fucking backwards for people who impregnated people that they won't just be like, she still won't say Tristan fucked her up in the head or James Harden or Lamar or anybody. She's like, he's a good French. Guy. My guy. French. What if you said like, I have an issue where I did loot my personality and lower myself because I have a fear of being like left alone again neglect neglect yep and unloved excuse me all that shit but um no we're not gonna get that never not we're gonna get some weird roundabout conversation about James Corden and internet (laughs) trolls and uh Chloe and Chris also went carpet shopping I feel so ridiculous talking about this episode but (laughs) Chloe and Chris went like Carpet shopping and <laughs> and bless Chris Hart. She's trying to bring the personality and the fun, but I don't. Chris really... is way better than all of them at she like is. being full of shit, but like, she can't Chris do it alone. Sells it. <laughs> she really does sell it, and she's like, "Come on, Chloe, you gotta lay on the carpet and give it a roll." And like, I like, always Look. know Chris is probably lying and orchestrates all this shit, but for some reason, when she's on screen, I, I believe her. I know she's probably lying, but it's like, 
she's so much better at this than they are. And yeah, they are. And Chloe couldn't, was, couldn't even bring herself to barely get on the ground. And she was like, what? And Chloe's outfit was pretty absurd to go. I mean, I know that's their thing now, super, super over glammed, but even the this was even too much for the Kardashians. Yeah, here for two and a half hours, a stylist picking your outfit to like pretend to shop for a rug. That's <laughs> not a documentary. <laughs> yeah, like, and a, nobody else in the furniture store. They, I don't think they bought anything to be. I, we said this earlier on the podcast, like when the show was coming back to Hulu. It's like other shows got canceled and streaming services picked them up. Just say, hey, fuck E, we got another deal. Don't call it like different or a documentary. <laughs> like, it's not document. I don't know what this is. So yeah, they went shopping for a carpet. Anyway, let's move off of Chloe because that's pretty much all that happened with her. <laughs> I wish I had more to say, but that's it. Yeah, let's talk about Kim and this SNL thing. They've stretched out, but they're not really giving us anything. I like the point you made, Kathleen. Like if we saw more of the process of the prep work for SNL, but we're not really seeing it. probably like, no, but... <laughs> Yeah, like, we didn't even get to see her, like, in the reading room. But also, like, everybody that hosts SNL posts pictures or videos from the writer's room. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a very common thing. So it's, like, I find it hard to believe that, like, they couldn't film anything. So it's, like, they, maybe they will later in an episode. But why does it need to be longer than three episodes to talk about Kim Oh, my God. Like, eh. and then and you learn that she didn't write, like, any of her shit. So it's, like, okay, so is that I interesting? Fact- I had found out that Michelle Wolf had wrote it way before it came out. So <laughs> here's where it gets confusing. <laughs> Once again, I'm confused. Michelle Wolf wrote the monologue. Let's just say that. I don't, she keeps bringing up Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle might have like made the connection or something or introduced. And but, I think that she acted like Michelle Wolf's like some random ass bitch. Oh, didn't new. have a clue Michelle Wolf was. Was very like Michelle Wolf, some woman named Michelle Wolf. Interestingly enough, <laughs> them throwing another woman under the bus. Michelle Wolf has had, she was on The Daily Show. She's had Comedy Central specials. Head writer. Long ass time. Head like, writer. Um, this was just like Kanye, and God, the dick sucking to find a less eloquent word right now of Kanye in this episode, despite everything that we've seen since, was nauseating. Like, you you really got insight into, and this is not to give Kanye any extra credit because he, he drives me nuts too, but you really got insight into how much they feel like ownership over him because they produce children together. <laughs> so she's like, oh, I'm going to have him do this and this and this, but like I set boundaries. Like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. But yeah, talking, name dropping Dave Chappelle like 700 times. Oh my God. And then just making it be like, oh, this girl that Kanye <laughs> suggested, Michelle Wolf, I was like, She's like an established comedian. White House correspondent dinner. Look it up. Yeah. You don't need to do her like that. Like, I know you already did Deborah Messing like that, but like, you didn't need. Yeah, I think she should have. Like, I'm super stoked. Kanye found or Connie suggested. Yeah, suggested. Michelle Wolf. I love her work. They could show a little clip of her doing the Daily Show or White House correspondence or something. Be like, I'm very lucky to have her work. So, I mean, something that put a little more respect on her name. Like, yeah. you could have said, like, this great comedian. I wasn't familiar with her at first, but I'm so glad she helped. Um, and then Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer's presence is very disturbing. I watched a clip of her the next episode, and she is just up Kim's ass. 
yeah. so far. And I'm like, are you getting paid for this? This is a little bit much. <laughs> um, first of all, Amy Schumer has done Saturday Night Live before. I think it's weird. She never brought that up when in her meeting with Kim. Like she's never been like, you know, when I did the show or here's some things I did. Number two, another weird thing is when Amy did her show, she uh, made Kardashian jokes and Chloe like literally tweeted about how she did not appreciate it. So I found that interesting that they never brought that up or like. Yeah, I mean, it's not like she talks about how she like barely saw Pete at the Met Gala and asked him for advice. She talks about Dave Chappelle, like all this shit. And it's just like, for, even Connie has been on SNL. Like, yeah. obviously, he's been a musical performer, but he's been in skits. And like, Amy is a, a, again, it's like their relationship with like fame and women. It's just like, I need to be the main star. Yeah, that's what it felt and, like. like. I'm going to like dilute like, this. Like, it would have been one thing, like, if she was like, well, and then she cut the the way the show was edited was made to kind of make Amy look like an idiot. Like she said no to all these jokes and Kim had a backbone <laughs> and was like, I'm going to stick to what I know will work. This is just fun. And then it landed. Well, also, <laughs> well, here's the thing. Well, Amy was like, I love writing jokes. Well, you didn't write the monologue. You're kind of just like, I don't know what Amy's role was just to proofread. She was like sitting there. Well, and then like, I guess like the one joke, now I forget because I don't care. Uh, but there was like one joke that kind of came from this comment that Amy said. And this week she was doing an interview for something else. And they asked her about, it. I think it was Howard Stern. And she kind of like half regurgitated it. Cause like she didn't formally write it. Like she was just like giving free help on camera. And it's just kind of like, okay. Like is Amy Schumer not even allowed to be like, yeah, Kim doesn't fucking know what she's doing, but yeah, she delivered. She did a good job delivering she those did a good jokes. Job, but so why do you need to be like Kim has such great <laughs> instincts that not only did she pick the best swatches of fabric for skims, she also knew the best jokes to stick to, even knowing Amy Schumer, an established comedian, told her not to. And also, some random girl I've never heard of in my life wrote my entire thing. But Kanye texted Dave Chappelle. Well, also too. Amy Schumer has been known notoriously to steal jokes. So that was another reason I was like, this I mean, is the receipts that came out after the Academy Awards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, the Will Smith of it all aside, it was so frustrating because, again, Black women, Wanda Sykes and Regina were like killing it. Carrying. And they got like completely eclipsed by all of it. And like, I think Chris Rock's like, it came out later. It came out later that Chris Rock, like behind the scenes, was like, "Fuck, like, yeah, yeah, yeah." Totally got a clip spell. This bullshit. But it's like Amy Schumer shit got talked about a ton. Her ugly dress that she wore, <laughs> like her bits, her stupid interview where she was like, "I was gonna say Alec Baldwin killed somebody," and then they were like, "Don't do that." Making like, Kirsten Dunst get up, slap someone, <laughs> and then like insulted <laughs> Kirsten the <V>. Dunst, <laughs> like. <laughs> And that no one fucking mentioned Wanda Sykes or Regina Hall. And like, as much I there's um and this oh I just made the connection. Amy Schumer has the show on Hulu right now that just came out. So that's the only thing I can think of of why they included her so much. Now I do like the show. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if she steals show concepts. Oh, um, Lights After Beth. Yeah, 
I, I do hope heard it's really good. I and like it. Yeah. I like her movie with LeBron and Bill Hader. <laughs> oh, um, train wreck. Yeah, she can be funny here and there, but she's very. I will say all over the place. <laughs> if you do like train and wreck, very white lady. <laughs> it is very white. It's 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 definitely my white my white interest. But if you like train wreck, you'll like life life after death. It's basically the same shit. She has a sister. She's got a like alcoholic dad. I mean, it's all the same shit. And I feel like to back to Chelsea Handler. I feel like that's something that like sometimes gets lost with Amy Schumer. It's like mm-hmm. you can't really tell like whose team she's on. Yeah. Or when she's being particularly genuine. And like, you know, to similarly to the Courtney discussion about babies and stuff, she was pretty candid about like having a child and waking and like getting married and stuff. I appreciate those sides, but I just never know like when she's doing a bit. <laughs> when she's not, like who, like where do her like moral, where does her moral compass like stand? Yeah, Which is fine. Comedians should stay in that zone because then it allows them to commentate on society. So then, being on this show where you're like licking Kim's ass, it's like kind of removes that ability for a comedian to be impartial. Yeah, like even the next episode, she can hear it's like, "Thank you so much for letting me be a part of this." I'm like, "What the hell?" Yeah, she's like, Haven't "I you learned- hosted before." And she's like, "I learned from you because yeah. I told you your jokes fucking sucked, even knowing they weren't yours. They were that other girl." You did them anyways because you have conviction. It's like, Kim's like, I did them because I went back and asked people and they told me to keep it. <laughs> Don't listen to me. Because a very accomplished comedian, Michelle Wolf, fucking roast them for me. Right. And so, that yeah. So now, I, now that I'm speaking this out loud, maybe she just was part of the show because it's a Hulu thing and yeah. they're trying to cross promote. Documentary. It, it's a lot of Amy Schumer for someone who did not write this fucking monologue. I don't well, understand. And one of the things that gets called out with documentaries, as we learned with Firefest, <laughs> is money. Like, who's putting money behind this? Like, the Netflix documentary paid the Fuck Jerry people to interview. And a lot of people thought they were involved with the social promotion, so they were guilty. Then the Hulu people paid Bobby What's-His-Toes, the CEO that was clearly a scammer and in prison. So people were like, that takes away from the integrity of a documentary mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if there's money involved. Yeah. With the parties that are being like dissected. And so it's like, I just, <laughs> I'm going to keep going back to this because it's stupid. Like, why are you calling it a documentary style? Like, it's okay to have crossover. The Bachelor does it. Bo- Bravo does it. Like, Amy Schumer has this other fucking show, Life is Beth. So she's on Kardashians this week. Yeah. Don't make uh, it seem like it's like some candid opportunity. Right. Oh, an f- old friend of mine. Like, <laughs> <My laughs> dear old friend. <laughs> Like, do you mean the friend your sister fucking hated because you made fun of yeah. her during her SNL monologue? Oh, great. Um, the, uh, the Kim's victim, her moment is when she's retelling the story. She told, uh, there was two retells. It was one where Tracy and Steph were in the car and they're like, remember when your, you, your dream was to be on the cover of Cosmo and your publicist said to be realistic? We got that story again. And then the other story, when Mario started crying, full on bawling, which I just started laughing so hard because it's so ridiculous. When he tells the story, how his agent didn't want him to do Kim's makeup because she was just a reality star. And Mario told them, no, he was going to do her makeup. And so it's almost, we always get these moments of Kim having this like, see, I told you guys, but it, it's like, Kim, we're, we're going on like year 16 with you. You don't get have to do it out of your shoulder, <laughs> please. 
You just SNL had Donald Trump host <laughs> in the throes of people being like, this man's going to ruin America. They don't care. Yeah. They pick people that they think will create buzz. And viewers. Sometimes they pick people they know will be funny. Sometimes they pick people who have hosted 700 times. Sometimes they pick people whose agents called them and they're like, this random person has a movie coming out in a week. That's it. It's fine. You actually did okay. Like the episode was entertaining. But whatever. It doesn't need to be so monumentous. We always like talk shit when she puts out this skims and the perfume and shit and she's like <laughs> i swear to god one day they'll put out plates and natalie oh my god <laughs> it's always like a story like when i was a child i dyed my tights brown with coffee and now i make <laughs> tights that are brown it's like why couldn't you just be like they asked me to do it fucking do it yeah okay, cool. but there's, it's just you are not the underdog you're you were at once we can acknowledge that but today in 2022 in 2021, whenever that SNL episode aired, you are not the underdog. You're like one of the most famous, famous people. Thirsty. The show <laughs> is thirsty. They're trying to get younger people. They're trying to. If if a host will piss someone off, they're gonna pick them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like get off it. Just be just just be like, this normal. Is fun. Film it and then talk about it. Like, yeah, it's always the same story, too. I remember my publicist. I remember they didn't even want to work with me. I remember I was never even invited. Yeah, that's because you it's dressed like, oh, like shit. You talked in a fake nasally voice because you wanted to be Paris Hilton. Like, yeah, you weren't interesting back then. <laughs> I think with that, my, my a little like, eh, I always do. It's always like, well, maybe can we just have a little acknowledgement that your relationship with Kanye is the reason yeah these doors were open. Well, I mean, she'll I admit that. I think it's okay to acknowledge her fame to infamy changed over the years. Like that's yeah. fair. Yeah. But you don't need to act like they were doubting you then. Like, yeah, they were doubting you because you didn't have anything to offer back then. You exactly. I think that's weird, what it's. You stupid boys. You were ugly clothes and you were organizing Paris Hilton's closet. Like no yeah. one gave a shit. It's like, yeah. You it's... needed to figure your shit out too. Like I wouldn't have been asked to like, design a billboard for a big company or something when I was like fresh out of college like that's weird why would I think that it's the same thing like when Kanye is singing in producers you know those people's offices and people are like I can't believe you didn't sign them after hearing you know through the five it's like yeah they would why would they sign Kanye after hearing one song from this random person it's totally different like I don't think people are the bad guys because they didn't want to fuck with you back then like it like, just wasn't sometimes there's like your racism time. and sexism and these other things that come to play and it's like i there's like a small fraction with kim where it's like you get that weird misogyny of like she's a reality star she was in a sex tape like she's just a dumbo with like big boobs that's like a like a thin criticism of her i get that but we've gone over that a thousand times like yeah if cosmo didn't feel like giving you a cover back then it's because they didn't think people would buy it like (laughs) were they wrong or right nobody knows nobody cares like you were you then you're you now like it's just the whole like insistence on making it this dramatic narrative that evolved over the years and look at me now bitch it's like <laughs> no 
Well, if that, well, that's why I said there should be more Kanye acknowledgement because you really didn't do anything. You just happened to hook up with like a really famous, prominent rapper. She'll acknowledge that Kanye helped with her style and get her in like more in the fashion, whatever the fuck. But it's like, there's no acknowledgement for like, yeah. And then it helped the show. And then it helped, you know, people wanted to, it's really that. Like, I didn't know this was a trajectory I was going to take, but it happened. Yeah. You know, I'm here. Hey, I'm happy. But to like, your point, it's always like, I fought tooth and nail to be I'm, here. I'm Look myself, at me now. I'm pulling myself up from my bootstraps because I'm an American feminist girl boss and look at me now bitch haters it's like no like, you guys just really aligned yourself with the right yeah, people. yeah i'm fucking famous now so now i'm on snl like get over it it's kind of like jennifer lopez like jennifer yeah. lopez is cool and all but if she hadn't fucked with diddy we probably would not even have a singing ass quotes around singing singing as j-lo like it's, it's even it's, she doesn't have nearly the amount of butt hurtness in her yeah in her shoulder at less kim it's like yeah like she really believes that she can sing well. And, like, I love that journey for her. <laughs> but she's never, like, nobody believed me back in the day. She's just, like, I just work hard and I put out my shit. Yeah, she's just, like, I'm just doing my thing. It's never this whole, like, look at me now type. Because J-Lo, we they have. Yeah, doubted one, me when I was a fly girl. <laughs> I mean, J-Lo has dated her way to the top. Nothing wrong with that. I applaud anyone who could just work the system. But yeah, when she's she takes on, advantage of an opportunity. She does, because Living Single didn't want to make her a dancer, but since she was dating Keenan Ivory Wins, bada boom, bada bing. I'm sure no one went to sign her as a musical artist, but yeah. you're with Diddy, so here we are. <laughs> here we go. Again, I, th- <laughs> I think sometimes she's, like, a little delusional about her talents, oh, but 100%. she's not delusional about her, like, staying power or her impact. Yeah, yeah. She just owns that. It's like, own that. You don't need to be, like... You all doubted me when I was a fly girl. <laughs> no, she's just like, I'm on top of the world right now. And Ben took me back, bitches. Like, <laughs> like whatever. I don't care. Like, it just, it's just so grating from Kim because she can't pick a personality to save her life. She's talking about how cool it is that Connie went to help her. Very, one of our deaf disciples told me about this Facebook page that was called, look at this PMAB, pick me ass bitch. <laughs> And it's yeah, about people about being like ridiculous on the internet, but I have felt so strongly since learning about this phenomenon of a pick me ass bitch, <laughs> similar to a bird. If we remember the pterodactyl Groupon comments about Chloe, just like insisting on like you're special, like it's like the whole time she was talking about Kanye, it's like she just wanted people to think she was really fucking cool because Kanye wanted to help her. Kanye asked Dave Chappelle to ask some wolf lady he wrote me out coach he wrote in coach coach. tracy sat near the bathroom the bathroom (laughs) to be here i am such a fucking special rare diamond gem (laughs) that people i'm not even fucking will literally lose their life over me but we're in separate hotels and he bought me a coat separate hotels there's clear boundaries um and it would be so cool if my kids, who are all under the age of eight, saw their parents together on Saturday Night Live. I mean, I wanted to ask him to be the musical guest, but then I realized that's not up to me. So <laughs> never mind. Because <laughs> I was like, since when are the hosts picking the musical guests? And you're like, you're letting this all air several weeks, months after Kanye went on like his 
tirade. His tirade, how you fucking played him at Saturday Night Live. Get out of him. I do think he was delusional and thinking they were getting back together. I don't think he thought they would get back together. I but thought it was going to be a more, yeah, I think he thought it was a little bit it was more different of a than it was. play and nice I, situation than what it was. Yeah. I think his ego played into the Pete stuff. But yeah. still, you watch these episodes and you're like, Kim, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing that? Why are you asking him to be there? That was the first thing I said when we saw pictures of him. And the Met Gala when the Demna, the Balenciaga designer, was trying to convince people he might be Kanye. Yeah, that That's fucking weird. stupid. That's for Kim's benefit. Yeah, because Kim's insisting on sticking with Balenciaga despite her and Kanye moving on from each other. It feels like a weird ego play to be like, see, Kanye, I can do it without you. But the, I think you're another designer with why inviting Kanye because Kanye is a musical guest. He's been a musical guest. He's never hosted. Like, I don't know why he needs to be there either. And if it was about outfits, you could just FaceTime him or like you plan yeah. the outfits before you go anyway. So yeah, I think trying to include Kanye... And we talked about this last week with her crying on the phone. Might have been a little manipulation. Yeah. And, like, Chloe, she's not willing to admit she's insecure. It's like, yeah, she's probably like, I literally changed my entire personality to be Kanye's, like, paper doll for however many years. So, yeah, she's probably like, uh, I need your help. But also, like, I'm not going to, like, be with you. Separate so, hotels. Separate yeah. hotels. About it was oh, we found out Courtney, I forgot. Courtney couldn't go because it was like Landon, who was Travis's son's birthday. So she, whatever. Um, I think, at least I'm glad they addressed it. That yeah. she was just like, I don't want to be in a, in a place with Scott for a whole weekend. <laughs> that too. But I hate that they made up a fake story. I really think that the family and Hulu were like, uh, who can we have their filming with? Kim and they made a bargain to be like well Scott's down to film he loves he like he's from New York like he might he'll be chill and Courtney has to go next week anyways with Travis so or probably just trying to give Scott next week and Scott can have this week trying to give Scott something to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly they were well and to be fair Scott provides interesting one-liners <laughs> whatever I think it was a business deal like li- literally they were like we need xyz many like scene participants during her snl shit and courtney has to go next week with travis anyway so we'll give scott kim's thing and then courtney can do travis's thing next week yeah and i still think even though they haven't really touched they lightly touched on it she might still even be like freaked out perturbed from that whole eunice messaging eunice thing which would be understandable i wish she doesn't want to hang out with scott they don't want scott to act weird around her yeah. That's why I think they were just like, it's easy if we split them up. And like, yeah. Scott has a contractual obligation to film. So we're going to give him this thing. And then I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't film some when Courtney goes to Travis's thing the next week. Yeah. And the only thing mildly interesting that was brought up in this episode, and this was a cat, one of these things that, again, we would love them to expand on. Chris casually comes to uh, Kim and goes... And Kim, she comes to Kim and then you hear Kim goes, did you ever find out what that blogger was going to leak? And Chris goes, no, but it's okay. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like somebody. Yeah, it was all calculated. Like in the like vague mention of Kanye Ramp this to me, but we still don't know. It's like, yeah. And for, of course I was like, is it, 
you know, Buckingham Palace correspondent Jason Lee? Is that the blogger we're talking about? Because again, Perez is not really in this conversation anymore in 2022. The Shade Room doesn't have just one blogger. So you would never talk about the Shade Room like that. So I'm like, what blogger? Like, just say, like, and leak what? What are we talking about? And they just, just kind of gloss that. Like, do something. They're full of shit. But <laughs> then, uh, like how Kathleen always says, so you admit it, you have uh, access to bloggers and you're you constantly on them. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. we know it's not TMZ because they'll, you know, they'll openly say TMZ is going to leak this, da, 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 we've got to do that. But that's the only thing that was a little bit interesting, but they didn't expand on it. So I kind of was like, God damn. Might have been more interesting. Um, Was there anything else from this episode? Uh, if there was, I can't remember. I can't remember either. I don't, I really don't think so. Unfortunately. Okay. The courtroom. Q-U-A-R-T. There's not so many real updates or revelations. It just sounds like they're just basically trashing each other in court. Yeah. It I sounds think- like a lot of mess. I will say yeah. one of our sweetest Steph Scheiples has been sending me so many like uh, YouTube conspiracy theory and like Reddit threads on it. And I meant to catch up today, but I, like I said, I got distracted watching Ruth Paul's Drag Race. Also, I do have a job, so I had to like do some work. <laughs> but there's like a lot of like, theories spinning around of like who has what like what angle is going to come out when so I think like we said last week I think no matter what anything that comes out negatively for China she's kind of like whatever you already thought that about me yeah anything that comes out about the Kardashians people are going to jump on so Kardashian or China really has like the upper hand here no matter what yeah, like you can't really go on a smear campaign with Black China. Yeah. Like her shit's yeah. out there. <laughs> I was kind of thinking too, like today uh, it came out that Thickums, aka Corey, mm. was on the stand mm. and he said that he overheard this, her say that she would never be with that fat F U C K E R Rob if it wasn't for this family. And he like walked in on a fight that she was supposed to be like drunk and on drugs and stuff. Um, but it's like I thought about it and I was like, I don't not believe that she was abusive. <laughs> I think her and Rob are both like really toxic to each other. Yeah. Uh, but I just it was frustrating with this uh, again, all law, the documentary style stuff, all the witnesses are like in the firm, quote unquote, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, paid mm-hmm. members, contractual members of the Kardashian circle. Like I wish there was like a housekeeper or something. Yeah. Or like some uninvolved third party that was like, I saw this bitch like stab Rob. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's like just hearing them go back and forth and knowing how much like legal eagle savvy the Kardashians have. I like, I just, why would I believe Corey? Like, right, right, right. Why would we believe Corey when he's out doing dirt and just trying to stay in good graces? I know that they probably had like meetings where they coordinated all their stories and calculated everything. And again, I'm not saying, I don't believe that China was trying to stab Rob with a rod or whatever, (laughs) but it's just kind of like, it's frustrating that none of the witnesses have been like, just somebody who was like, I was just trying to like gardener and like a chair went flying by my face. You know, it's like, that's, that would hold a little bit more weight to me. And none of the headlines have come out. Like today, Rob was on the stand and he was testifying how, she put a gun to my head and it wasn't real love. Like no headlines, even from China that where I feel bad for anybody. Uh, I'm more eager just to get to the verdict at this point. Like 
China, though, uh, I don't know why you talk about how you haven't paid taxes in years and you don't have a bank account. That might cause some problems down the road. But there is nothing I've heard that I've been shocked and appalled at. It's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You all are fucking messy. Well, Uh, it kind of reminds me, like, supposedly she explained, like, the incident with the gun against his head or one of the incidents. (laughs) He was on a FaceTime with his friend. They were both on a FaceTime with his friend and she was like jokingly like holding up like, I'm like, if you leave me, I'll kill you. Like, that sounds insane because it is. <laughs> but it kind of reminded me of that weird ass photo shoot that Lindsay Lohan and Vanessa Lachey Manila or whatever her old name was mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> did. And everyone was like, that's weird. And they were like clearly like coked out and drunk. But it's like, yeah, they were probably just thinking they were being like, that's their relationship was like to find like when she was on the phone like are you still texting bitches like yes I know that's not the same as like the Puritan Kardashians being like oh Jenna why are you bringing out that gun like I bet Rob takes pictures of his gun and like sends it to his friends and be like oh look at this Rob's toxic to his own family for God's sake so (laughs) play the clip of the shit he said to the family on camera right when he calls like kim a slutty whore and stuff <laughs> like he said to them like i hope you fucking die i hate you yeah. all like a million yeah. times yeah <laughs> comparing him to gone girl uh yeah yeah so i just i'm eager to just hear the verdict because every headline that comes out i'm just like yeah 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 blah 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 like even Chris had a weird moment in court where she was like, "Yeah, Kylie and Tyga told me that China was gonna kill Ky- kill Kylie," yeah. and then she had to like backtrack because she was like, "Well, I don't know. I didn't. I got this information yeah. secondhand." Or like maybe one time, China was like, "Again, not excusing any China behavior, but maybe one time China like found out Kylie like gave King or whatever the son's name is like." ice cream he wasn't supposed to have or something she's like i'm gonna kill her i'm so pissed yeah or maybe taking her whole man like <laughs> i have something to do yeah with but it's like saying like she i feel like they're trying to manipulate these like she might be like oh i'm gonna fucking kill her i hate this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like and again then, you can probably say that but like kim basically not the to- same as being like i hired a killer and they were in kylie's yard and the swat police had to find out <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Kim trying to disassociate herself like she wasn't super big kicking it with China back and in the day. And being Miss Esquire, baby bar bitch. Like, kept being like, I was only referring to filming with China on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah, it was just... Like, it's- she refused to say, like, oh, I was just, like, I I was saying they should cut her contract. Like, she was just like, I was referring to me personally filming with her on keeping up the Kardashians just being like opaque and like weird about like did you have any was this conversation in with any reference to her show and she's like I only was concerned (laughs) with the keeping up with the Kardashians filming it's so strange and then China she wanted like a redo on the stand I'm like girl that's not how this works you can't get a redo I mean I kind of just like I think they both look dumb in a lot of ways, but I think everyone looks ridiculous. Kardashians, especially, just thought that they could just like steamroll her. Well, now I they're just like get, dismiss it. No. Yeah, I don't get why they didn't just when they were like, "You're toxic. We fucking hate you." Rob is a garbage fire. They should have just said, "Here's several million dollars. Shows canceled. Rob 
And you should not be together. Like, let's move on from our let's life. Let's move on. And that's, I mean, this is really Rob and Chris's fault because Chris's run that was, and it was on camera on Keeping Up when they were talking about it. Chris was really campaigning for Rob and China show. Quote, I think she said this will give him something to do or something yeah. of that sort. Exactly. They pushed for it. It was they really did. like, again, if they wanted it to just cancel because the relationship was a garbage fire, which fair, Chris could have said, like when you get laid off from a job, here's your <laughs> severance. Yeah. Let me give you some contacts over at Oxygen or some other like sh- channel. Oxygen. And you can get a China show, you know, like here's your Wii or your Zeus contact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like people love that Zeus show, even though it's insane. Right, right. Like Chris could have just been like, don't make this a thing. Here's several million dollars. And I'm going to set you up with someone to do your own show. Right, right. Just, it just, it, it's But they so... didn't want to do that because they really think that they're invincible and that they can walk all over people. Is China hot garbage fire? Probably. Is, did her and Rob try to kill each other several times? Possibly. <laughs> but, like, they just thought that she would just, like, never amount to anything and, like, they could just f- fuck her over. And, like, joke's on them. Like, they got to explain that to people. <laughs> this is all... I mean, Rob is just so... Ugh. Cleaning up his mess. And now everyone's, like, drawn into well, it. And we always talk about how Chris is really fucking weird with men, obviously. Mm-hmm. There's this weird mommy issue with Rob, where she's constantly cleaning up his own battles. Like, insisting he has his own house when she paid for it. Like, like a lot, a lot. A lot of mother-sons do this. Yeah. It's like, there's this weird, like, insistence on protecting Rob. And it's like... He got into this relationship, like yeah. Black China purposely like, to piss you guys off. Yeah, had and a like, baby purposely to piss he everyone was being off. A mess when he lived with Chloe and was like probably part of the reason that Lamar was like doing shit. Like, it, it's just delusional that they're like, well, she's like, well, he's my only son, and like the girls get so much attention, and I just, I'm gonna go ahead and go to court for you, babe. So like, don't worry, I'm gonna make Black China seem like this whatever she said ghetto idiot and ruin her life don't worry baby and i'll give you the stock earnings from arthur george later this week and like meanwhile rob is like not even in town right so i i don't blame the kardashian like like chloe kylie and kim for whatever they have to do on the stand totally get it because you're being sued so you're gonna do whatever you need to do but hopefully behind the scenes they're cussing rob's ass out like look what the fuck you got us into so that our shit doesn't come out well i have to pretend i've never met this woman even though it's very documented you guys had a full relationship with her until kylie took her man and like used her to elevate your status (laughs) not white person because let's not forget black china and tiger were at kim and kanye's wedding First of all, they posted all those twinning like workout self twinning. She's pole dancing on keeping up. Yeah, her and Kylie took a picture together. I mean, so she's been around for a minute. Yeah. Um, Kim lost her goddamn mind today on Instagram stories. Part of me thought, like, is this trying to serve as a distraction from the courtroom? Because uh, it's very random. So obviously, we I talked. I almost wonder if it was all of that. But I was thinking less of the courtroom stuff, more so that the show Who is on tonight. Yeah. So yeah. I feel and like it just does weird shit that she knows irritates people. 
shortly before she needs to like sell us some underwear or the show's coming. Right. Cause you know, like we said, we wonder what like the retention rates are with the show. Like you got a big premiere, but who came back? Um, so we talked about last, was that last week or a couple weeks ago, trust issues. And there's been more like <laughs> Photoshop fails, you know, with P. And then the one this week was that she posted a picture and people were like, did you Photoshop your belly button out? And she never said yes or no. She was just like, go to skims.com. You guys are crazy. You guys are nuts. So dumb. If you, and then she was like, hey, all you fat fucks, if your <laughs> belly fat is hanging off your belly button, I have the underwear for you. It was You're like, so strange. <laughs> I was like, so did you Photoshop it or not? What are we talking about? Um, uh, so and also like, if you have, if you're insecure about your belly button flap, buy skims. Like, is that your marketing messaging? Is that like. If you have insecurity, like, we'll sell you shit. Like, that's dark. It is, but I think she was joking, but she doesn't do sarcasm well. She doesn't, like, she doesn't really, her jokes fall flat. So people are like, Even after we see this SNL stuff where she's asking all these fucking people for jokes. Mm -hmm. And even when she was talking to her lawyer, even when Kim is supposedly a lawyer, quote unquote, she's like having Chloe dictate her conversation last week. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I feel like some random person like Kimora Lee Simmons or something. (laughs) Yeah, do this. Say everyone's fat needs skims. Say they have a better security. Yeah, I don't, I don't think she- haters. You're like- She doesn't do humor well because it doesn't read well. So um, I'll just read. This is all from Kim. I'm not making any of this up. It's going to sound so ridiculous and like, you won't understand it. It's almost Tokyo Tony-ish. Yeah. So she posted today, I didn't realize how much you guys were going to enjoy my Photoshop post. If you thought that was good, I have so much more. This is fun. Then she posts, you know, the picture everyone thinks she Photoshopped with Pete Davis, the side profile. Then she goes, hmm, I guess Pete's jawline is snatched. Laugh emoji. Snatched to the point, you guys. thought I Photoshopped it. One pick he's laughing in mid-convo. Wait, I did add a grainy filter, though. And I think that's her trying to be sarcastic. Then she goes on to write, how do you Photoshop a live photo asking for a friend? Because I guess she's trying to say the photo she took from, the photo she posted of her and Kim, or her and Pete, was from a live photo, which Kathleen, graphic designer expert, knows that's well, really First of all, if you're going to filter a photo, you can technically filter within the iPhone like photos feature yeah. like yeah. filtering is available but it's pretty limited if you're gonna fo- filter a photo you're either gonna do it within Instagram or within another app yeah where you just upload the picture it's and it makes easy. a copy it's still <laughs> gonna have the live photo on your camera roll and by the way, you can edit a live video. Like they have apps that edit video. Well, and you can duplicate a live photo into a video. You can yeah. make a copy of it. Yep. You can screenshot it. Again, every time you upload it into any editing app, it makes a copy. It's pretty easy to do. Uh, so again, yeah, this is gaslighting. I know. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> overused 100%. term. Yeah. Like, they love this tactic of just saying weird, vague half answers and then being like, fuck you guys, you're fat, and look at your belly buttons. And you're like, okay, anyways, so did you Photoshop his chin or not? <laughs> right. And that's not even when it got weird. This is when it gets weird. Okay, <laughs> guys, I do have a Photoshop confession while we're uh, while we are here, wait, while we are safe here in the circle in the truth. 
Let me read that again. Okay, guys, I do have a Photoshop confession while we are safe here in the circle in the truth. So then she posts the, the article of the TikToker exposing Kim's Photoshopping true over Stormy. So she says, ugh, this one needs some serious explaining. Mind you, this photo happened January 3rd. She says, okay, okay. So you know I am all about my aesthetic, exclamation point. And my IG grid is pink and blue lately. This is a 40-plus-year-old woman. <laughs> Isn't it so cute and well-planned out? Mind you, this is not fucking Tumblr. No one's looking at your grid. But okay. Grids are outdated, bitch. Everyone's doing, like, pictures that look like they were taken on a disposable camera and photo dumps. So carry on. So then she posts the photo, the original photo of Chicago and Stormy. She goes, the original pics were Stormy, as if it's some, like, revelation. (laughs) However, a small, intimate setting known as (laughs) Disneyland. No one else was there. No one had any idea. It's a very private thing. You might have heard of it. Disneyland. Disneyland. However, I asked at Kylie Jenner if I could post them. And she said, crying emoji. Don't know really what that means. She wasn't really feeling posting at the moment. And so I respect that. I don't, there's a lot of exclamation points. But it wasn't going to mess up my IG feed. Shy was wearing pink and it matched perfectly. Uh, then she goes on to now post like four pictures of the Photoshop picture, as if that's normal, and says, it wasn't the aesthetic I was going for, and I can own up to that. This woman wants to litigate and be on, like, Capitol Hill for prison (laughs) reform. You know how much a good aesthetic means to my soul? And I'll be damned if Kylie will ruin that for me and mess up my IG grid. So thank you, True, for taking one for the team. Exclamation point, laughing emoji. I didn't think it would be that big of a deal if her own mom questioned if I snuck her to a Disneyland, a Disneyland, for the first time. Heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji. The fact that she spent so many letters (laughs) typing on the aesthetic stuff and true, like, hasn't been to Disneyland yet. And just simply said, Kylie wasn't feeling it. No, you took Stormy to Disneyland, a very public place where it's very easy for people to take pictures of celebrities. It happens all the time. Right after Stormy's dad incited a riot and a bunch of people died and people were really fucking pissed about it. That is exactly why there were supposed to be no pictures of Stormy because people would have been all over the comments saying really mean stuff. And they also probably didn't want people to be like, well, Stormy was at Disneyland. Like what, a, you know, is it safe for her to be out? Like what does Travis have to say about Astro World? All this shit. That's exactly what happened. Just if you don't want to talk about that, you should have never, I don't know why this was your thought that this was a good way to, Honestly, you know what? Poor Stormy deserved to go to Disneyland while all this shit's going down with her stupid parents. Right, right. They could have just made sure that those pictures didn't get shared. 
They could have called their contacts and been like, kill those pictures. And if, you know, people were being shitty about being like stormies at Disneyland, even though your dad just caused a bunch of terrible things to happen, they could be like, look, she's a fucking kid. We took her to Disneyland. Well, also, Kylie had posted on her TikTok. Like, that was part of the reason people knew it was stormy, too. Like, it wasn't like, first of all, throwing Kylie under the bus is real rich. Kylie's whole, like, stupid thing about, like, the pregnancy, which was clearly, like, she was being a control freak. She didn't like how she looked when she stepped out pregnant. Then the Astroworld stuff happened. So she was, like, trying to do a stormy round two with, like, announcing the baby that doesn't even have a name. Like, that's why. Like, it's like they live in another era. Like, in what world do we, like, pretend that you're not pregnant or pretend that your child's not at Disneyland and pretend that your husband just, like, caused a bunch of things to happen to kill people but then it's okay to pretend that another child was at Disneyland. <laughs> and it's, and now you're just going to give this unhinged, like, 13-year-old girl, like, ah, my sister's not going to ruin my chance to have an all-pink Instagram like it's MySpace or something. It was so like, strange. And also, we still don't get the real answer of why you posted it. Like, yeah. as there's people in the comments that are because like. You were worried. That people who were at Disneyland were going to put it out there that you guys were at Disneyland. And Kylie still didn't want people to ask her about being pregnant. And she didn't want to be asked about Astroworld. That's it. It was the crazy. And it was so random today, too, to wake up. I cropped the picture. (laughs) Crop. It was so, it's like, I just felt like these, this, you could say less. Like we didn't really get yeah. an explanation and I was kind of accepting that. That's like, okay, you did some weird shit. That's fine. Well, but it's like, like you, the doubling you might down. You not be lying about all that explanation. You might not yeah. be lying that you like pink as your aesthetic yeah. and that Kylie didn't want pictures out. So then she thinks she's not a liar. You're a liar because you admitted, omitted, omitted the why. You yeah. omitted that you did all this weird shit to make sure that the public didn't put out there that you guys were at Disneyland and start speculating on is Kylie still pregnant? What does Travis have to say about Astroworld? Like, that's it. Like, that's it. Just, that's why. And so it's like, and then you want to be like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> you I love like my pink. post. <sighs> it was very strange. And I think, I don't know. I just got so weirded out by it. And I, like I said, she doesn't do humor well. Like the tone doesn't read well. So that's, it gets extra uncomfortable reading it when you're like, what is happening? Just say like some celebrities put like emojis over their kids' faces when they like post. Yeah. Yeah. Like Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard and like Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendes have gone like to Congress about like laws for protecting children. Mm -hmm. She could have just been like, look, we, this was maybe a weird idea. Maybe we won't do this again. But, like, Stormy's mom was going through some shit that you all know about and was still pregnant. And I think she was just a little stressed about, like, comments. So we did this. Next time we'll put, like, a heart emoji. <laughs> right, right. I don't know. It's, I, don't, I don't even know if there is a right answer because the fact don't that you – post it. Like, right, exactly. The fact that you chose to post it is just where it gets weird Even if some random place was, like, we saw them at Disneyland last – yesterday – everyone will forget tomorrow right and and i don't think come out and say look stormy is a child she's allowed to go to disneyland well the point whatever the fuck her parents are doing (laughs) well my point is it's like i think in that moment you thought way too much of yourself no one was gonna write a think piece about stormy a three-year-old being like you guys are liars like (laughs) 
Even if they and stall like, if you, you out, if they would like not. a boner that you think we're all obsessed with you because we're like exactly fucking weird. Cool, great. Tell yourself that. <laughs> right. Even if you never post that anything, horny Kim. Like when you clean the playroom, yeah, get horny that we all think you're unhinged. Like nobody would have did a TikTok with I saw Stormy at Disneyland. Like you didn't have to cover her. You didn't have to post it. No one said anything. If you didn't post it, nothing. But you wanted people to talk about it. You wanted people to talk about it because you wanted them to distract themselves. Like it wasn't even good Photoshop. You do stuff like this on purpose. And Chicago didn't have like a solo pick at any point in the day. Like you could have just posted Chicago. Like. It just gets weird. It just, it created more questions than it answered. Exactly. And they like that. They're like, it's, again, I hate to overuse gaslighting. But that's part of, like, the strategy of gaslighting mm-hmm. is to confuse people. I'm totally so confused. So that they don't believe anything. Anything. I don't believe anything. I've been lied to so much. You know, a lot of people, <laughs> like, talk about how gaslighting is, like, making, calling someone, like, a liar if, when they call you out. Like, that's part of it. But, like. Literally, the strategy of of gaslighting within, like, politics and propaganda is that to just confuse Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and obfuscate reality so that people just question everything. And this family, that's what they do. that's where I'm at. I question everything because I've just been. And they're like, great. You question it? Clicks, bitch. And that's me. I fall right into their fucking web every time. Uh, Damn you! <laughs> I want to do some tire meal. Tire meal. I'm gonna do one of my classic pee breaks because we. Oh, I feel like we're running long because I talked too much at the beginning about myself. Uh, but now he's gonna read the email, and I'm gonna be right back. I shall. Okay. Um, let me read something a little bit on the longer side. Okay, let's read Pathological Liar. And liar is liar! Estimation point. Oh, hi, dolls. I'm kind of obsessed with spelling Chloe without the K because Tokyo Tony is so fucking funny. Would you ever interview her? I know you're not trying to be messy like that, but come on, it'd be so good. But seriously, Chloe needs to be 5150, place in psychiatric hold, period. On the last episode of this new show, that is the exact same show. Wait, on the last episode of this new show, oh, that is the exact same show, the Chloe's anxiety and fear of judgment storyline was infuriating. Does she remember when she was the favorite sister because she was so real, down to earth, natural and unaffected? I feel so bad for her that she was the coolest and ruined her own reputation by becoming a pathological liar. Yes, babe, we're going to... Yes, babe, we are going to scrutinize you for photoshopping true into those Disney pics. That was psycho. James Corden's generic pep talk, blah, blah, blah. Their opinion of you is only a reflection of them, not you, Chloe. You've won. Wow. If only. Your fans hate you lying to them. Stop lying. Let loose and have a roll in the carpet with Chris. It's just so infuriating because Chloe could fix this problem so easily. I'm not even talking about therapy and a good psychiatrist who won't overprescribe pills. If she just stopped her bloody lies and falseness, she can return to her former glory. But I guess she's too broken to go back. I honestly wish I could shake her because I don't like hating and pitying Chloe this much. Love you ever so much, girlies. Nick from Aurora slash Sydney. 
Um, Tokyo Tony would be a great interview. I doubt she would do it because I think she's very suspicious, as she should be, of anything Kardashian themed. She also probably would want us to pay her. <laughs> yeah, that too, when we were broke. So that's gonna happen. But um, I would love to just like run into her and get her like off the cuff. Yeah. Would be great. Like, like tag her in something to see if she'll just like write an insane comment. <laughs> right. Or like have a drink with her or something, get her smoking <laughs> one of her like new ports. Um <laughs> Paul Malls or whatever was it Paul Mall? Those were the ones my grandma always smoked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my grandma had like my mom. Remember Virginia Slims? I had a friend whose mom like, used to smoke those. Like <laughs> Cigarettes for women. <laughs> we're gonna charge you more for it. Exactly. <laughs> and they're small and slender for your little petite hands. Um no twice as many. Yeah, Chloe. I die, listen, die for Chloe. But I think her insecurities have really taken a toll. And there's something about not just owning it. Like, hey, I'm super insecure. She kind of blames, like, the, the internet. Like, yeah. It's well, even, like, Kendall, thing. like, will talk about why or how anxiety, like, affects her. And, like, mm-hmm. some of the things that, like, make it worse. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's, like we know Chloe's weird about like mental health language. Like we were talking about earlier today where she was like, I took a beta blocker from my mom. And then she's like, is there somebody you could take for thinking too much? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. It's called Zoloft. <laughs> uh, but also like in previous episodes, she kind of dismissed OCD as being like, I like clean things. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. That's stupid. And like, Tristan going to therapy to prove that he won't cheat on her again. Like, that's not what therapy's for. So, yeah, I think she just has, like, a weird stigma against, like, realistic, like, mental health evaluation of yourself, which is the best way to, like, figure out how to, like, make these things better. Like, a pep talk from James Corden is not the same as, like, learning how your brain works and getting a therapist and, like... (laughs) focusing on like what your triggers are uh but yeah I do think she obviously is insecure at some point because of whatever Mm -hmm. but knowing she has like such a small circle and the people that are in her circle are her family they're people she's in business with and then Malika you know it's like all these people are just not helping her be honest with herself yeah and I think there's a lot of talk about social media. Social media is in no way, shape, or form real life. Uh, you could easily not use social media. Even like someone like her, celebrity like her, you can just totally hand it over to a team and they would do all the posting for you. Like you don't have to be on social media if that is your problem. She fixates on these things that she thinks are toxic and haters. But then when they have like thoughtful critiques of like, how they affect culture or how do they racially appropriate all these things crickets yeah you didn't see that on social media like uh (laughs) well she did say this episode she's like i'm just worried because every time we do an interview it's something we said it's like well take some personal stop because sometimes you guys say some wild shit stop (laughs) saying dumb things or like (laughs) listen to valuable analysis is not the same as a hater being like you look fat in your bikini picture that your grandma took like you don't have to listen to that person yeah but like there are educated like thoughtful people who put time and energy into evaluating how these like public figures affect 
culture and the world it's like they could have a much more like well-rounded <laughs> reaction but again they've got Malika over here like giving her advice and people who are their family nepotism <laughs> they're all on the same payroll it's like no one is giving you like the tea. <laughs> right. No one's Hurry saying up. like, why don't you just stay off social media? Like even Chris yeah. could be like, you know, let's just we'll have your t- our team do it so you don't have to read comments or anything like that. Take a nice break. But I'm a delicate little mentally ill cancer, a la Chloe. <laughs> I, it was really hard when we did, when we found our like Reddit. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really hard because some of it like was valid and it was like, just depressing to hear, you know, and you like question everything. And like some of it I took to heart. And then some of it now it was like, I'm laughing. <laughs> like these people are weird. <laughs> right. So, and I was like, you're right. You're right. And after that, I just made a, a decision that I like, I can't look at it. Exactly. And if like people who listen to the show and like respect my ability to learn and grow, will tell us, you know, like, we'll, you know, if we get an email that's like, you, you know, you said something dumb, like, you can absolutely call me out. Like, I don't want to not be called out. But it's like, you go to Reddit, it's like, you're going to the garbage. Yeah. You find a rotten egg, you're like, where'd that come from? Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't mean there's not, like, truth in there somewhere. Yeah. But it's like, it's not healthy for me to, like, dig through it and be like, ah! Like, Yeah, because that was her whole issue with social media. I'm like, well, you know, there's, there's a real easy fix for that. You can just yeah. easily not well, and get into I thought that. It was stupid and like kind of fluffy, but like Chris's point that like when the show first came out, it's like there could be like a thousand people being like, oh, we really like the show. We like what you guys are doing. You're real, blah, blah, blah. And then there'd be like one person that said they're idiots and Chloe fixate on it. It's like, that's true. It's like, just let it go, man. Right, let it go. Take a Just social media like break. We're all these like violent, evil people like coming after you, and then never talking about the things that we're concerned about. <laughs> like, yeah. tell us Tristan's a fuckhead. Like, and then maybe we'll give you less shit on the internet. <laughs> uh, let's do court is in session. Q U A R court. Court. Hey, ladies. First of all, sorry if I'm rambling or don't make sense. I'm a little stoned, <laughs> but also trying to decorate for my daughter's birthday party. So yeah, didn't we say that's like the usual theme? Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for every time. <laughs> right, exactly. Thank you so much for bringing the podcast back. I have a few podcasts I listen to regularly, but nothing was able to fill the void that was left when you guys stopped putting out episodes. For a while, I thought maybe Natalie had signed some type of contract to stop making episodes in order for her to appear on the show. Yeah, right. But I'm glad that isn't <laughs> the case. I, I wish. Cash me the fuck out. Yeah. Anyway, you, just like if we ever get an NDA or cease and desist, we will frame it. Oh my god! We'll put put it on merch. <laughs> put it on a mug. A uh, few questions and comments. Firstly, do you guys think that maybe, just maybe, there would have been a chance for Kim and Kanye to get back together if he hadn't gone crazy once she got with Pete? I feel like Kanye and Kim have such weird codependent muse artist dynamic that maybe they would have gotten bored with each other. Uh, with other people, excuse me, and ended up back together. But then he went nuts, and that was probably a huge turnoff for her. I speak from experience. I split up for my partner years ago, and we dated other people for a while. And he was pretty cool with it and let me have my freedom. But then, surprise, surprise, we got back together, and we've been together now for a couple years. Maybe because I like that he respected my boundaries, but also probably because I'm I'm a fucking clown that got annoyed that he didn't get mad that I was with other people. (laughs) 
Or, and this is for Kathleen, maybe because <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius and love drama and he's an Aries that is constantly Ooh. flying off the handle, Kanye voice. Guess Ooh. we'll never know. <laughs> Secondly, the last episode when you guys said Tyra Mail, I had, th- I had a thought. How do you guys think Ken Dole would do if she had gone on a season of America's Next Top Model? Let's imagine Ooh. that she didn't have Car Jenner clout. It just had to go on her own talent, LOL. I feel like she'd make it past the first round of eliminations, but I don't think she'd last. Her face has no versatility and she couldn't smize if you had a gun to her head. Shout out to China. Thoughts? Thirdly, the message you read from Katie in Quebec last week. I know her. She is one of my professors in college. I thought, uh, uh, and through some magic, we're now friends and regularly chat about Kardashian drama on IG. She loves the pod and she had some tragedy in her family this week. Could you guys send her a special say Bible shout out? And send her some love. Thanks. Oh, she said thank you. I can't pronounce your name, but it's. I'm gonna just guess. Ethany. Ethany. Yeah, I am white, so I'm looking uh, at it. My Ethany. But yes, shout out to Katie. We love Katie from Quebec. We love Katie from uh-huh. Quebec, and hope she staying. One, so we're sending love um, and thoughts. Village, vigilant, and positive thoughts. Hopefully she's doing something that will like, you know, promote some self-care. If this family makes you angry, avoid them. (laughs) them, Dive right in. Like do what you need to do to like take care of your mentals. And your chickens. Um, I don't think Kendall would not last. Kyra would have eaten her up. Well, Janice Dickinson would have fucking dragged her ass. <laughs> I I mean, I think I Episode took it out but I rewatched all of America's Next Top Model at the beginning of, like, COVID shutdown. Mm-hmm. And I always loved that show. I'd seen pretty much all of it before. But, like, watching it years later, I was like, Tyra is unhinged. Toxic. <laughs> like, and, toxic. like, she found people's insecurities and, like, made it a theme for the photo shoot the next week. Like, she oh, yeah. literally, like... Only the crazy people could survive on that show. And unfortunately, Kendall, I think, reverts from chaos. So I think she would have just been like, not for me. <laughs> well, that and then Miss J would have been like, she cannot walk. Yeah, she was <laughs> boring. Yeah, she, Kendall's a very good looking girl. Let's not get it twisted. But as for modeling, she doesn't bring any fierceness. Not. Yeah. I don't even know if that's a thing these days. No offense well, to any models out there. And but. I don't think it's unfair to be like she's where she's at because of your name like I think that's valid yeah. like designers have always picked people that will create some buzz uh-huh. you know like that's th- there's obviously accomplished models who put in the work but like uh-huh. as long as fashion's been a thing they'll pick a random like rock star or like a scene person like Julia Fox like it's not unheard of that designers use people that have a buzz around them yeah, I wouldn't but, say they're gonna sell clothes. <laughs> but yeah, modeling is just not something I would. Yeah, it's not her thing. It's nothing I would say like, oh, this is the trajectory. It would always happen this way. Yeah. No, I think she lucked out, and you know, which is great to have that. Like, like Kathleen said, I wouldn't shit on that. I don't blame her for yeah, capitalizing. Like but I'm she also not gonna she got she's an opportunity to do, and designers gave her an opportunity, and they give other people who are like have a name opportunity it's like i don't know why people are so like she doesn't deserve it it's modeling like yeah a kidney transplant over someone she's she's just a model yeah (laughs) she's gonna be rich anyways so if she wants to wear some clothes for some people 
if coach or whoever wants to put her in their ads, that's really on them. So <laughs> that's a personal decision. She's not taking made. someone else's spot. The idea that she's <laughs> taking some like country bumpkins with a sad story spot. That's no, the designers hired her because people will talk about her and they'll get clicks. Yeah. Now, if the country bumpkin wants to like sell their soul and live in like a closet in New York, maybe they could get to where Kindle is, but like that's capitalism, baby. Yeah, I think the pro- issue comes when Kendall tries to say, yeah, tries to kind of play it off like she's some serious model yeah, that's like, clawed no, her way to like, the top. Yeah, I'm lucky. <laughs> I'm lucky to be where I am, but I also have lots of opportunities. Yeah, time. period. Just, just be like, I'm happy to be here. And I don't think Kanye going crazy on Pete was the reason they are not getting back together. No, they had been, bad. yeah, they had been been bad for a minute, like. I know, like, and I, there were some of our listeners, speaking of listeners, like, holding us, you know, accountable, that talked about, like, the argument that he lived in another state was, like, unfair to say that they were, like, falling apart. But it's like, I've said that, and I'm not saying that they didn't think they could do, like, bi-state living and, like, split time, like, rich people do that kind of stuff. They were just literally not on the same page. Yeah, he was like making walls out of foam with Justin Bieber, and like trying to like invent new types of schools and like dome living. And she's over here like doing whatever the fuck she's doing. They both got into politics in very weird, messy ways. Like they were not aligned. Like I don't think it's bad if like they were trying to make it work, and like he wanted his kids to come to the ranch and like learn how to ride fourteen Frisian horses. I don't think that's, a, but isn't it just, it's always been an indicator that, and Natalie always says this, they they just never were on the same page. They always thought they were the one who was benefiting from the relationship. They always yeah. thought, each of them thought they were in control. Each of them saw the benefit of dating the other. Like, it was just, yeah, they might have gotten back together, but. <laughs> I, and I think Kim, too, is really too obsessed with celebrity life. And I think Kanye was trying to like back away from the spotlight. I think he still wants to make music and clothes, but he didn't want to live in California. He didn't want to like do that whole shit. He wanted the kids like in church, you know, like Kathleen said, they just were not trying to do the same things in life anymore. And I think Kanye, we've seen he's impulsive and he's constantly like changing gears to like the next thing. Mm -hmm. So, and Kim's a control freak. So it's like, I don't see, even if it was like, yeah, cool, it's okay if he lives in another state, they could still be happily married. Yeah, that's true. But he sold the fucking ranch in Wyoming. Uh-huh. He got over it after like an hour. He got yeah, over yeah. running for president. He got over posting on Instagram every single fucking day. Uh-huh. Like, he gets over stuff. So, I kind of mentioned this last week with Courtney and Scott. It's like, this family is very meticulous, methodical, everything's buttoned up neat and tidy. Kim and Kanye were never going to be on a lifestyle where it was like every five months, that's a new thing. I think Kim ate it up when it was like Sunday service and like going to the Met Gala and stuff because, like you said, she loved the idea of them being this like edgy power couple. But I think at the end of the day, she didn't like to have to constantly switch gears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or constantly have to say what he's trying to say is or what he means is and neither of them ever satisfied right but in different ways like he's never satisfied with whatever thing he's obsessed with at the time and she's never satisfied with like 
I've made enough money. People have been talking about me enough lately. It's like, yeah. I'll never be satisfied. I'll never be satisfied. <laughs> I could not hear that phrase without saying that. Toast to the groom. To the bride. To the bride. Speaking of sisters, the next one is Tyra Mail, Chris, and Karen. A tale of two sisters. Uh, hey dolls, so happy you guys brought the podcast back as it is seriously the highlight of my week. I know there's a Maraud. Miriam. Thank you. I knew I said that wrong. So I paused for correction. <laughs> Maraud, a myriad of news more relevant than this. But what the fuck is up with Chris's relationship with her sister, Karen? I've wondered this for years. As always, I've found it odd and hypocritical that she's always preaching family this, family that. And consistently or constantly up her daughter's asses about being close. I did a little digging on the internet and can't really find much about why they have such an estranged, estranged relationship besides Chris saying Karen has demons and Karen saying that money in Hollywood changed Chris. Yes, I'm sure that Karen has her quirks. Getting a facelift to try to look more like your older sister is weird. But I mean, Chris bends over backwards for people she's quote unquote close to the family, even when they fuck them over. I'm just curious as to why we've never really seen Karen and her daughter, Natalie, with the Cargenners, besides a couple Instagram posts over the last 15 years. Uh, And those posts you have to really dig for. I've read that Natalie is an aspiring model, and it doesn't look like Chris has lent a helping hand with that in comparison to promoting Brandon Jenner and his ex-wife Leah's music career on multiple seasons of Keeping Up. I just really want both of your takes on what is and has potentially gone on. Love you both, Marisha. And love the pod. Uh, Yeah, so when Chris's sister got a facelift and everyone said she looked like Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) <laughs> she she did look like jimmy fallon bless her heart i but she you know it's weird they do come to the christmas party though yeah every year and they do well and like they follow natalie on instagram they follow her i can't remember but it seems like just chris and karen might have a weird thing but they do still interact with like their cousins and stuff i will say there's a lot of mysteries about chris's background that's very surprising that we've kind of just let rock over the 15 years like the dad we don't really know i don't even know if i've even seen a picture of chris's dad they've got that the sister has never been on keeping up they don't even like mention her or aunt karen um, even the whole naming true, true was like, yeah, it's a family name and all this. The other day I saw a picture and they're like, this is true. The I did too. Did you see that after? And I was like, did they like make, the, did they just like find a picture? Like now you can like use artificial intelligence to like blend. It was it. like <laughs> Chris's. You know, like never fucking mentioned this man until Chloe picked this name right in the mix of everyone accusing her of being a liar. It was like her dad had the middle name and then her grandpa, it was her grandpa's first name. It was like, we don't, we don't know a lot about Chris's like family, which is very, very. I mean, family's some weird shit. I totally get that. Yeah. And I wouldn't doubt if like things got weird as fame increased and money increased. What I do think is bullshit with their whole obsession with family. I think it has a lot to do with nepotism. And control like you know dictators like hire family to be in their like inner circle because they feel like they can trust them more (laughs) you know it's Mm -hmm. like I think we see Chris wants everything to be like buttoned up on her terms contractually signed 
And when you see people who kind of stray off of that, suddenly they're just like less involved. Unless they can make it seem interesting, like bringing Lamar back to life or including Caitlyn when it thought, seemed like she was going to be the trans icon. You know, it's like if it's advan- advantageous to them, they'll do it. But like if people like are messy, they just will like leave them in the dust yeah. and pretend like don't like no, no explanation. Just we'll never explain why. Yeah. The only thing about Karen, if she didn't get that facelift so publicly, I would say there are actual people that have no interest in being famous or have yeah. no interest in being that famous. Let me say that. So I'll leave some room for that. Natalie might be going through that too, where she's like, I have these dreams, but I actually don't want to be associated with this like famous monster, this like machine. I just kind of want to do my own thing. So there could be that. And I'm sure there's like peripherals, like they're in the niece. They'll get hit up by like all kinds of like tabloidy type places. Like, can you comment on this? Can you comment on this? And they probably don't have as much money as the Kardashians. So they might, you know, she probably got paid money to show her like Mm -hmm. Facebook and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so people are weak Mm -hmm. or if they're in any sort of like dire straits. So I think they do that stuff because they get like offered it. And Chris is like, well, I'm not going to fucking have you on your show. You're going to take some shady like Australian news shows money to show your face left or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, and like Natalie's probably like, Oh, Auntie Chris, help me. And she's like, no, not unless you follow my rules. You know? Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm okay. I don't. Or like, if I have to explain, you know, the dark story of me and your sister to get you on the show, not going to happen. Fuck you. Family yeah. is family is family if it works for my brand and my bank account. And I can just hear MJ, Kristen, why can't you be more like your sister? Yeah. Or no, Karen, I mean, Karen, why can't you be more like Chris? And like, just take me back to San Diego. I have a date. Take off my wig, Chris. Have a date. <laughs> yeah, borrow uh, my wig for that Jimmy Kimmel interview. It's a good idea. <laughs> oh God, that wig! Oh Jesus! Like it looks good on MJ, but she's like ninety. Right? Chris, it makes her look so old and weird, like Lord Farquaad or something. And then she paired it with like this glitzy <laughs> blazer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris, I, sometimes you slay. That was not a slay. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's 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 just been moments where you can again, obviously, that Kanye is done with the family. <laughs> well, and they stop they stop hiring people that tell them no. They hire people that are like, oh my god. I used to always say this about Christina Aguilera because she would like wear the most heinous makeup, thin ass eyebrows, her self tanner be like dripping all over, dripping the down her leg. I'm like Christina Aguilera is like nuts, and I think not necessarily in a bad way, just you know, in a diva way. Yeah. Like I think she just doesn't like people telling her what to do. Right. So well, there's always an interview where she's like, "I'm not losing weight, so don't ask me." Yeah. Like, she's like, well, "I'm now, done." I mean, it works for her. But yeah, when she was in the earlier part of like transitioning out of Teeny Bopperville, you could tell that she kind of fell behind because she was like, "I'm going to keep doing what I like." Fuck all of you. Fuck the times. <laughs> Fuck trends. This is just it. Um, the last one we'll do is fillers and Botox. Fillers and Botox. Hey, ladies, let's analyze the new photo of Peter Michael <laughs> Peter Michael, <laughs> and Kimberly Noel, which you posted. The boy has had filters. The, umlaut, the little two dots over the. <laughs> over Noel. <laughs> the boy has had fillers and Botox. If this continues, we'll be able to. Oh, wait. If this continues, 
I think she's trying to say, will he be able to continue with his career? Doesn't the face need to move in comedy? <laughs> or do you think he'll... He seems like an actual comedian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ayo. Or do you think he will shift his humor to suit his frozen face? More of a deadpan approach to comedy. Thanks for your, for considering my questions. Love, Katie from Quebec. That's Katie a good from point. Quebec. Uh, yeah. I mean, I saw this today. I was watching some clip from an interview of his. And he got teeth, like veneers, which that's not a secret. Like he just told people he got veneers, but he was doing the weird lip thing like Kim does, where he like doesn't know what to do with his lip and like licking, just like. Yeah, he does that like a serious horse lick. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, given his style of comedy, I don't think it matters. And I was, we were watching this David Spade comedy special yesterday, which was hilarious. David Spade's everything. It has like the funniest, like, style and so delivery mm-hmm. and i was trying to figure out if he got an old school facelift because he kind of has like the lines right here but i think like and, and like hair plugs but like he probably would tell you like yeah i did that like that's what they do you know like some of them do it poorly like carrot top looks like an alien from outer space <laughs> like they all do that stuff like so if he's getting fillers like it's probably just par for the course at this point <laughs> Well, and also to the pers- the writer's point about comedy, maybe this is him, like, does it matter? Because he wants to move into more, like, serious roles yeah. or, like, dramatic and he has, like, things. new sort of strange, like, artsy horror movie coming out. Like, I, I don't think Pete cares. Pete has been ha- handed things on a silver platter despite whatever he does. So... And also, it could be the beautification. If you want to be, like, a, the leading role or, like the heartthrob or love interest in a movie, that could be his motivation too. Because didn't he just do a movie? What's the girl from, uh, God, sorry, I do this. Um, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. yeah. He, I forget what it's called, like The Waitress or something. I don't think it came out or it came out because it It didn't come out yet. Streaming or something. Yeah. I always thought it was funny when everyone was talking about how everyone dates Pete Davidson. Mm Mm-hmm. Her team, like, literally tried to do, like, a press push mm-hmm. for rumors that they were dating mm-hmm. because she had just divorced her husband. Yeah. And, which was, like, the second or third husband. No offense to Kaylee Fogo. Okay. She, I don't know who she's picking. Uh, and they were, like, pushing for this. And then it, like, got totally glossed over by the time he was, like, on to Kim. Or there might have even been another girl in between. But I feel so bad for her. That was, like, all that money from Big Bang Theory all those publicists working hard on this movie, people couldn't get her name inserted into the list of people that have dated Pete Davidson. It's like, God, this girl cannot catch a break. They even tried to like leak photos of yeah. them on like, set, but then they were like, of them, yeah. like Snapchats and like, yeah, I was just like, she can't even get a mention. Come on. I think because no one really cares about her. And I don't mean that in a rude way. I mean, like, she's just not that type of quote unquote celebrity or actress well, where you're like, comfortable you know yeah. it's like she's got this cash cow show that just like writes her a bajillion dollar check every year and like moms in nebraska watch it like whatever good for her i will say i watched a documentary called it's called like legends and each episode is like a famous person who's passed away i watched one on john ritter i fucking love john ritter and i cried so much when he died yeah. and they interviewed her she really is great she is. She's just not a quote-unquote celebrity. You know what fine. I mean? Like, they don't all need to be the celebrities. But exactly. I just remember thinking, I felt kind of bad because it was like, 
they wanted us so hard to bite this and no yeah. one- <laughs> like, she's not that girl there is a show on netflix i can't remember what it's called but like it's like her in a house with like other act- like celebrities i guess oh and i remember it- hearing about that yeah, yeah i never watched it but there's this clip of miss pat so miss pat's this black lady she's a comedian she has her own show on bt plus i don't know if it's actually on bt yet but she's really funny in the clip bless katie's I don't know her name. Is it Katie or Kelly? Hey, wait. <laughs> Whatever. Bless her little Big Bang Theory heart. Miss Pat is like, I don't understand why your show's so popular. I don't fucking get it. A lot of people don't understand why. <laughs> and she's that. like, I, that makes sense. I totally understand that. Like, she was very sweet about it. Because I was thinking, I I think I've seen a couple episodes and I too have been like, I don't fucking get it. I feel like so she's honest about it in the way she that is. like Ellen Pompeo should have been about Grey's Anatomy a long time yeah. ago. Like, she's yeah. just like, you know what? CBS decided this is their show. We get all nominated for like a thousand Emmys. I get money. These are my friends. Like, why wouldn't I just, those people from Always Sunny are like that. They're like, yeah, yeah. why wouldn't we just keep making this show if they're giving us money and we like yeah. hang out with friends? She was very like, like, I understand. I don't get why people <laughs> like it either. But Miss yeah. Pat was like, I don't fucking understand why this show makes so much money. Like, what the fuck's <laughs> going on? She's like, I agree. I don't well, like, uh, <laughs> One time I was watching something and young Sheldon came on and I was like, oh God, yes. why does this show exist? I mean, I forgot what I was watching. Yeah, young Sheldon was on after it. And I was it's just like, how powerful certain executives in television are, a la Lauren Michaels, just continually giving us Pete Davidson. It's like, that's television is so old school. It's like, if they believe in something, they'll just like shove it down our throats. Yeah. Even if like, People don't even have cable anymore. It's like young Sheldon. I was like, what is I've this? Watched oh, the, and my parents leave the TV on for the dog. <laughs> and we got to the house and we're like, what is this show? Your it's dogs so are like, this is our favorite. Uh-huh. No, my dog was really like, fuck this shit. I watch HGTV. <laughs> and when you when I watch Young Sheldon, you see people where you're like, oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah, I remember you yeah. in something else. It's one of those weird shows. Yeah, CBS throws like an absurd amount of money behind this franchise. And like, don't get me wrong. Some of the early episodes of whatever, Big Bang Theory, were yeah. funny enough. Like, they had good bits. But it's like, they just leaned way into like, Sheldon being annoying and neurotic, the are they, they, aren't they, with the other two, and, like, it just, and it never ended. We're like, that's good, we're done here. Remember, I don't know if it still rings true, I don't watch shit on CBS, but it's supposed to be, like, for an older crowd, because another show I'm surprised is still on, even though I've never seen an episode, is The Neighbors, which takes us, like, it's Cedric the Entertainer and the guy from The New Girl, and it takes us, to your point, this old-school approach of, a black guy moving to a white neighborhood and now and like they've the got a track in the background yeah, and like yeah. filmed with a studio audience. You're yeah. Like, and it's like, oh my God, you're white. I'm black. How is this going to work? Like it's very yeah, old school. Guess who's coming to dinner? Like it's, yeah. I, and the fact to your point that that's still like a storyline on a, a theme of a whole we live sitcom. In, <laughs> we all live in some different Americas. That's for sure. <laughs> Right. Maybe CBS's America is like, this is just unprecedented. But like Tashina Arnold's in it. Like it has a cast, but I've never seen an episode. And I think they're like on season five, like something fucking crazy like that. It just shows you how different it is between like age ranges, geography. Like no one's tweeting about the neighbors or whatever. <laughs> right. I only see but, it during football season. The commercials like the people were. who like tweet 
are more likely to be the people who are millennials, who are more likely to be people who have streaming services, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, who are more likely to watch a show because everyone's tweeting about it. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, Brenda, Nebraska is like, I freaking love that neighborhood show. (laughs) That it comes on right after Sheldon on Facebook and no one ever knew about it except for her three nieces. Meanwhile, the cool kids are watching the final season of This Is Us. Uh, oh, no spoilers. I'm, I'm not so behind because I moved in with Dan. And so it's like when I watch by myself at work, like when I'm working from home, I watch like drag race because this is us you have to pay attention to. Yeah, yeah. And then in the evenings, we're like, I don't know, like we have to pay attention and it's sad and stuff. And like it, it, his dad passed away. So it's like sometimes I don't oh, yeah, watch yeah. it because I'm just like like <laughs> yeah, yeah I get that but I'm like that. fuck I get we keep saying we gotta catch up because his sister like really likes it and I'm just like we gotta catch up because I'm gonna start seeing spoilers I love this show so much but I was like I have to be like in the right mindset yeah because it'll make you like, cry catch up well I will say the last season to the point about the dead dad they finally let him rest in peace give him a break and like not tell so many Jack stories yeah it's like, okay, yeah, let's let's wrap you people I up. Mean, the show is really about how the family has this ripple effect of yeah. this person leaving, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, we, the, I like, I've always liked this style of like going back and forth to different like root causes. Of, like Google will mm-hmm, mm-hmm. show the beginning origin story and then how it's affected. But it's like. Yeah, eventually it's like we all know that these three got real fucked up by this. They're all a mess. Like they're absolutely all. But especially now that we're knowing we're going to end the show, we need to see like the The fact that Katie never went to therapy this whole series is just like she's the main one that probably should have been therapy. Yeah, I think. Well, I think actually no. The season, the um, series started that she was like in a fat, like yeah, camp or whatever. But then that's where she met. Toby and yeah. like you do those kinds of things you're not supposed to date people you meet in those groups because yeah but they I mean it's true to the theme how they're all just fucked up so you can't make them I guess super healthy individuals yeah. <laughs> I mean that though oh we're getting off topic but even Miguel what to me they explain it in you know this last season but to me it still wasn't really explained I was like eh, I need more to know why yeah. you married your your dead husband's best friend like I need yeah. a little bit more explanation but this is us is everything Ugh. Anyway, that's Tyra Mail. Tyra Mail, send it to saybiblepodcast at gmail.com and we'll answer it. Um, I have nothing going on. I do have stuff going on, but I have nothing to talk about. Uh, yeah, I mean, Short King spent two days together. I don't think, I don't know when the last time I spent two days with a, a male husband. I haven't spent two days without Dan. I feel like See, look at this. this. Parallel lives. <laughs> he's going to Vegas this weekend. He's never been. If you have what? any tips, yeah. What's he going for? A bachelor party. Not his, but some his friend. Mm-hmm. So um that's good. good he's time. a little nervous because it's a collected group of gentlemen and he's never been. So yeah, if you have any gambling tips, maybe he could win us some. Yeah, gambling. Well, I feel like he'd be the type to be like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Bye. Well, yes, but like I'm like the hotel's like not on the strip. Oh, he always puts his phone down. I was like, you're gonna need to keep your phone on and charge. Yeah, especially if you get home. So like when you want to sleep, get in the cab and go home. Especially (laughs) drinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, thankfully his one his cousin 
like knew somebody at Caesars or something. So his cousin got a room there, but then they all ended up getting this deal at the Virgin Hotel, which is like mm-hmm. off the strip, not yeah. far, but off the strip. So I'm like, if you get tired, just sleep on your cousin's floor. Or something. Yeah, sleep on the floor. <laughs> Luckily, to your point, it's like a it's a quick cab ride or Uber ride, but yeah, yeah. just just lay That's down the hard and safe. Part. Yeah, it's like yeah. you'll set your phone down or you mm-hmm. forget to charge it, and like girls carry purses with like boys this in their pockets, you know. Even I carry a purse, and I've lost my phone a couple times in Vegas. Yeah. Luckily, I've lost in the casino, and like a someone who's cleaning has picked it up and. Turned yeah. it into security, and that you don't have your phone like on you, and you would go home. Yeah, like there are cabs and stuff, thankfully in Vegas, because other places you're fucked. But yeah, like if you want to get back to somewhere, like you have to have your phone. Yeah, <laughs> to like get a car, to get a car. Yeah, luckily the tab, but still you don't want to lose your phone off top. Like that's just so yeah. annoying. Oh, okay. Well, already. Well, that's that on that. Uh, I'm. I feel we're not forgetting anything. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. We always have shorter pods and then we don't. Sorry, (laughs) Sorry, I don't know where this lands. We're like, we don't have anything to talk about. Two and a half hours later. Two and a half hours, like the SpongeBob. Two and a half hours later. 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 Um, All right, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.